Hello and welcome to episode number eight of the Hobbies and Happiness podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dan. And I'm Jim. And today, today is exciting. Today oh, is man. the Magic the Gathering episode. Here it is. You, you ready for this, Jim? <laughs> I'm ready. All right, let's get into it. Let's go. You know, we just had the weekend. We uh, got off kind of a, a a beautiful Mother's Day weekend. Yep. Um, I hope you enjoyed some good time with your mom. Yeah, we uh, we had a fun time. She got upset during our game, but that's Uh-oh. besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, of course, you would play a game with your mom. Yeah. Of yeah. course you did. Why Why does that not surprise me? Uh, we've been playing games for a while. And that, that's awesome. That's awesome. So so I, I played a couple of uh, great games this weekend. I played um, Monopoly Deal. Have you ever played that? Monopoly Deal? Yeah, it's Monopoly, but it's a card game version of Monopoly. Oh, I was thinking like Deal or No Deal Monopoly. No, no. Wow. Dude, it's it's Monopoly, but it's card in a card game. game. Okay. And immediately when I just heard Monopoly, card game, you know, you know, you know, whenever I hear card game, my my ears yeah. just perk up and I'm like, <laughs> what card game? What? What? Yeah. So I was I was all about it. And dude, it's fun. So it's funny. So we're playing it. And then as soon as as soon as I get into it, I pull up my phone. Amazon Monopoly deal. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so I was all about we're it. We're going to have to play this one. Soon. Yes. So like, is it better with more than like mm-hmm. X people? You can something? play. It's like two to five players, but it was okay. fun. And we play with five players. Yeah. Um, and so it was fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm all about that. So that, that was fun. Um, and then the, the other game that I played mm-hmm. yesterday, I don't know if you saw the picture I posted in the Discord, which, uh, by the way, we have a Discord. Yes. Uh, we have a Discord community. So if you have not yet, check out our Discord and just come hang out with us uh, and uh, all of our friends over on our Discord server. It's yeah. a lot of fun. But I posted in the PhotoShares channel, um, me, my wife, and brother-in-law, we played Villainous last night. Oh, yes. Oh, dude, I love that game. <laughs> Sometime soon, soon we are going to have a villainous episode. You said you, said you went 2 and 0. 2 and 0 with Gaston. <laughs> oh, that man. was fun. Gaston, I, I, I didn't know. I was kind of weary about playing Gaston. I didn't know how it was going to turn out, but it was yeah. fun. He was, Gaston was more of a was was an easier character to play, right. not as convoluted as as villains like Ursula. Oh yeah, um, or Lady <laughs> She's Tremaine. A lot of fun too, though. Oh yeah, they're yeah. all fun, but yeah. each each has like its own varying uh, skill level, I guess, or basically how complex the character right. is. Gaston was pretty easy, <laughs> uh, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. So Every you're saying s- he's meta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so that was fun. Um huh, on, Gaston wears a red shirt. Huh, I wonder what he yeah. would be. All right. You know what? Is actually yeah, I mean you I mean red it, yeah, yeah, no. That, I get it. Yep, yep. We're there. Um all right, so with with all of that, I hope you all enjoyed uh, your Mother's Day weekend. Um if you haven't yet, go tell your mom you love them. Um, you know what, just even if you already told them, tell them again, cause you know what? They love to hear it. So <laughs> I hope, I hope if there, if there are, if there are other mothers listening, I hope you, you had an enjoyable mother's day. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, with that, Jim, what are we talking about today? Well, it all started back in 1993. What, what started in 1993? Well, I was born that year, Dan. Oh, <laughs> were you? 
No, no, you weren't. Yeah, I was. I'm really? Like a, I'm like a month older than Magic the Gathering, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be talking about Magic the Gathering. Yes, uh, Jim, for both Jim and I, Magic is Magic has become a big part of my life and only, only just because I enjoy playing it so yeah. much fun. <laughs> but Jim, Magic has been a real big part of your life, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean... I guess I've only been playing a little bit longer than you have, but mm -hmm. it's uh, it's taken up a whole lot of my life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've it made has. a lot of friends in yeah. this game, and we've we've traveled around the the states. Uh, we've gone to a few different places playing in bigger tournaments. So, oh, you have? Yeah, nice, yeah. very cool. Yeah, I think I've been to three tournaments now. Okay, I believe so. So cool, cool. Yeah. So uh, today we are we are talking all about Magic the Gathering. So I know in previous episodes we have kind of touched on it in the past. Um, today we kind of just want to do a deep dive on all about Magic the Gathering. Yep. Kind of get into the origins of Magic, where it came from, how it started, and then just kind of real, real do a, a real deep dive on um, decks, formats, a lot of different things related to it. Um, because Magic, as we just said, big part of our lives. Um, and it's we know uh, we know there's a lot of you out there who love it, and we we're not going to stop talking about magic. Uh, we're, we don't want to. We're not going to. up every now. We're and not going to turn stuff. into a magic <laughs> podcast, but uh, we there are a lot of topics yeah. that we want to touch on that revolve all around magic. So this is kind of the first big one. And yep. for those of you who aren't familiar with magic, um, I, I kind of hope and envision this episode as kind of being your gateway into what it is, what it's about, and why we enjoy it so much. Yep. So with that being said, where we want to start is there's this fantastic article. Um, <laughs> yes. We will link it. We will link it in the description and in the in the show notes. I learned a whole lot from that. It article. is a fantastic there article. So much fantastic. stuff there I did not know. So so the article um, is on Seattle SeattleMet.com, mm -hmm. and the title of the article is Spellcasters: A Magic the Gathering Origin Story. So um, we'll kind of do a quick summary here, but mm -hmm. um, you should read it, even if you don't know anything or or if you know a lot about magic mm -hmm. the gathering read it it's a it, it's a fantastic article um and really kind of um it, it opened my eyes a little bit uh, taught me some things that i did not know yeah. about uh richard garfield richard garfield is the founder uh, the founding developer of the, the mastermind game. Behind the, the mastermind game. behind it it was funny as we're reading it there's a bunch of old pictures <laughs> Oh, yeah. On it, and that one where they're all in front of the chalkboard. Yep. And you mentioned this to me while you're reading. You're like, is that Ice Age? <laughs> so, like, on the chalkboard, they had, like, the drawing of, um, like, the card back. Yeah. And on one of them, they wrote Ice Age, which Ice Age was an expansion. One of the expansions. Yeah. Was, yeah. It, was it? It was. It was. Yeah, it came out eventually. But, yeah, yeah. Ice Age yeah. was was yeah. one of them. Yeah, so, so that was that – was, it was kind of cool just seeing that old picture. And then the uh, there was another old picture where they had a picture of the original playtest cards by Richard Garfield yeah. and some of the newer cards and just like where it started and it's it's it's, it's like at. that it's like that meme where it started how it yeah. started how it's going yeah. type thing. It was kind of funny. <laughs> you versus the person they tell you not to worry about. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> well it's funny too because those playtest cards. So when Richard Garfield designed those playtest cards, yeah. he had to just use whatever art he could find. Yep. Right. So he used stuff from Calvin and Hobbes. So there was art from <laughs> Calvin and Hobbes, art from D D. &D 
which D and D is a huge, huge. I I did not know this actually. Huge pre not not a precursor, but an inspiration yeah. for the game. Yeah. Um. So it was. So Richard Garfield was the designer of Magic, right? Mm-hmm. But he was working with uh, Peter Adkins. That was his name, correct? Yeah, I believe that's how. It's so Peter yeah. Adkins was the founder of Wizards of the Coast, which. Now, now we know this. Wizards of the Coast. The mm-hmm. name came from a D and D session. Yep. Now, what did you the tell name. me about that name? You were wondering oh, so, if it came from this, right? Yeah. So in D and D, there is a thing called Sword Coast. So I was kind of like, hmm. I wonder if there was some kind of one shot that they were doing, or a campaign where there are some wizards on this coast. Yeah. So it's Wizards of the Coast. Yeah, that Who would knows? be that would be interesting. It's it's a possibility. I wanted to look into that. So so as we were going through this article, mm-hmm. there was one quote that I read I read you, Jim. Yes. And I want to know what you thought about this because when I read it, I'm like, isn't that <laughs> just super interesting? So so Richard Garfield said this. He said this was kind of his elevator pitch for the game. Mm-hmm. So when he was chatting up um um Peter Adkins. There was another person involved in this in this conversation. I can't remember who it was offhand, but they told him to come up with a design. And initially, his thought was he wanted to come up with something that was quick and portable that could be played in lines at <laughs> convention centers, like at game conventions, right? Yeah. So his quote was: "Imagine a card game where there are hundreds of cards, with more being made all the time." Some cards are rare and some are common. You build a deck with whatever cards you want. You have no idea what's in your opponent's <laughs> deck. And then you duel. Uh, commander. That is Commander. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Commander, it's the, like the pool, the card pool is massive. It's pretty much all the cards that are in, that are in existence with, with <laughs> exception to – Whatever the commander ban list is, it's not very big. Yeah. Imagine there's a game where there's a hundred cards. Yeah, a hundred cards. Specifically <laughs> in a deck. And uh, But when, when Dan told me this, I've never heard this before. And um, a few years ago, Richard Garfield actually created a new card game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't remember the name of it to save my life. And then Dan was like, oh, it's uh, Keyforge. Keyforge, yeah. And uh, so Keyforge came out, and it's not like any of these other card mm-hmm. games. No, it's not. It's you buy a pack of cards, and it's the, that's the deck. Yep. So you don't know what's going to be in there. You yeah. don't know what's going to be in your opponents. Yep. You're not throwing together together anything that's ridiculously mm-hmm. powerful that you right. found online you're just yep. playing the cards you're that you were cards. dealt with yeah so it's it and very, it goes back to his original thing that quote we just talked yeah, about yeah yeah so i i kind of thought like keyforge was <laughs> that was really from a designer standpoint that was really kind of what he was trying to come up with and yeah. i i have not played keyforge yet mm-hmm. it's something that i kind of not necessarily want to get into but i want to try it i want to see yeah. how it is mm-hmm. um i know covenant i know those guys over at team covenant which by the way team covenant guys if you have not listened to their podcast check out their content check out their podcast a huge inspiration to us yeah. i love all the stuff that they do um i'll I'm, i'll link them down in the show notes but check them out um give their give their content a listen check them out they're fantastic guys over there um so we'll, we'll pitch them um but I, they've talked about keyforge quite a bit mm-hmm. um and i've been i've been interested in a long time about just sitting down and playing it but i never really took the dive and kind of got into it i've only ever played it once oh, so you have played it yeah, okay. I've, I've played it it was it's a really strange <clears throat> game because mm-hmm. you have 
you can either win by destroying your opponent, right? right. Or you can build enough of these key fragments and then you yeah. get these keys and that's yeah. how then you also win. Yeah. So it's not just the thing of, oh, I'm going to beat you down. Their life total. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. Right. So you have more than one way to win. Right, right. And it's uh, it's not my kind of game because I like to put a lot of work into deck building and theory crafting is huge yes. for me. Yeah, right. So it's, right. it's right. so difficult for sure. me to just be sure. like, oh, I got a sealed product that yeah. I have no idea yeah. or I have very little experience right. with. And, and from a, and that's the thing, like from a card game yeah. standpoint, <laughs> it's very odd. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm still very intrigued with yeah. it because especially fr- coming from the mind of Richard Garfield, I'm very interested just to see how it plays. Yeah. yeah. So it is a good one though. Yeah. It's yeah. Fun. Yeah. It's very interesting. But, but anyway, get, check out this article. Um, there's a couple other things in here that was very interesting. So towards the end, um, so with magic, magic spawned pro tours starting, I think it was in 96. Yeah, 96. I think 96 is when the <laughs> pro scene started for the game. So real quick. Dan. Sure. Yeah. So I know uh, we're talking about the pro scene and, and whatnot, but there's some things we have to k- really think about, right? What okay. cards were they using in these tournaments? And uh, there weren't any sleeves. <laughs> there were no sleeves in this tournament, Dan. People th- shuffling, oh, throwing down yeah. Black Lotus on the table, bare naked. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> card that can be worth uh, a uh, lot of money. What? How much? So how, a signed black lotus. Oh, let's not talk about signed, Dan. Okay, That's all right, no, okay, all right. So let's not just just not signed. I mean, what's the market? So for, if was we, it fifty? So fifty k. If we're talking about original one, yes, it can be. It's pretty much at that point. If we're talking about the latest one, which I believe, or the. Yeah, the oldest one, which is or the Alpha? youngest one, is um, unlimited. So you have, okay, yeah, yeah, right. Which is the white border one, right? Um, right. That one is a lot less. So in that range, we're talking between like six and twelve. So oh, okay. Still, still a decent number. Still a good chunk of change. Um, but not not like fifty to two hundred and fifty k, like the alpha can be. <clears throat> right. So right. But yeah. You you still think about and at that point how much was the card? Who I don't oh, even know how much the card dude. was back in '96. If you watch those videos, oh, they, dude, it's like it sends shivers, <laughs> yeah. like oh, I'm yeah. like going convulsions because yeah. it's like oh my goodness, that's crazy. And they're doing the normal <laughs> riffle shuffle you do with yeah, playing yes. cards, and they're like bending cards <laughs> yeah. at 90 degrees. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay. Oh man, it's too, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> So, okay, so anyway, talking about the mad, the pro scene, right? So there was this player, and I can't remember who the player was in this article, yeah. um, but that's why you should read the article, right? So anyway, his name's Gary, and he always wanted to play Richard Garfield, right, in in the game that he created. Yep. So it turns out Richard Garfield isn't very good. <laughs> 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 but but this 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 uh, this quote uh, this quote is, was very interesting. So th- they say his thinking was always as a designer, says Gary. Whereas a player looks to exploit systems and find advantages, Richard thinks, "How do I craft this experience? What's the emotional reaction like for the player? How does this system work together?" Garfield always loved playing with games, after all, but having unlocked the formula that would click with so many players around the globe and influence everything from Pokemon to World of Warcraft, what's left to tinker with? 
So like that's an interesting thing because like you think about it, a designer is gonna look is gonna yeah. is gonna approach a game completely different from yeah. a strategic player trying to maximize efficiency and basically beat your opponent and win. Yeah. It's very interesting because can, it like you it, can definitely tell Richard Garfield loves some D and D. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> totally. And that's another thing. As I'm reading this article, I'm like, okay, I freaking have got to play D and D. Yeah, because they talk a, a bit about it. In oh the, uh, yeah. at the start of the article, they so. talk a lot about D and D. It's crazy. Um, yeah. So, and it, so and now was, Wizards owns it. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so go check out the article. There was one other thing in here that was very interesting. So people also like to ask Richard Garfield what his favorite deck to play is. And so his answer, he goes, he always says the same thing. I like to play whatever color people aren't playing. (laughs) See if I can find a treasure there. Again, just going to like a designer's mindset and just it's very interesting and it's it's cool. So definitely check out that article. It's it's a very good read um, and just some interesting history. Uh, to learn. Um, so there's one other thing. So magic spawned an entire industry. Am I right, yeah. Jim? Yeah, they were, they were the first collectible card game. Yes. Yeah. So it's, which later turned into TCG, TCG trading card yeah. games, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean the, the impact that magic had on, on the industry cannot be overstated. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is, it is very, very insane. So, so, go, so talking about the origin of kind of where it came from, right? So magic consists of five different colors, right? So cards, so cards, there's, there's five different colors that cards can be, right? Yep. So you've got, you've got white, black, Blue, red, green. I know I went out of order. I'm sorry. <laughs> for those who know, yeah, he did. <laughs> it's Wooberg. W for white, U for blue, B for black. See, because you can't have two Bs. Yeah. And so they chose U for B I, instead of L. Well, they couldn't, they couldn't do L because of Lance. Yeah, that's true. L's so Lance. They went so they you. went with U yeah. for blue. Red is R, and then G is green. So, Jim. Um, you know, Why? Dan, looking at this, I only see uh, actually three colors here. For some reason, uh, white and green's missing in my point of view. You mean you, you mean Grixis? Yeah, I, I only <laughs> see Grixis here for some reason. <laughs> so we so we've kind of talked about this. So when you when you start pairing up these different colors, yeah. right? Yeah. You have these um, color pairings and then shards. Yep. Um, and there's basically it's your color combination. So yeah, exactly. in talking about colors, so the way the way they have it set up, if you ever looked at a Magic the Gathering card, on the card back, <clears throat> you will see in the center of the card are five colors and they are shaped in the in the shape of a pentagram mm-hmm. right so there's five sides so if you look at a pentagram each corner okay is a color all mm-hmm. right so i can't remember the actual order but i believe the top is white yep left and right so let's see if i'm right here all left right. and right i believe the left is green okay and then the right, oh, bottom, bottom left is white. Bottom right is black. That would me, that would leave the middle oh, you said right. White was top. Okay, dude. Now I can't even remember. No, I don't. <laughs> Damn, I don't remember. It's, it's very simple. It's <laughs> Wooberg starting from the top, okay. going in clockwise order. Okay. All right. Yeah. So the top is so the top is white. 
The so the next would be blue and then black. Okay, exactly. Right. Okay, yep. I, that I see. I didn't know that. Oh no, <laughs> I did not actually not know that. That so yeah. That was one thing I was actually thinking about in preparing for this episode. Um, I mean, I've been playing what four or five years. Yeah, I've been playing roughly. some something around there, yeah. but I'm always learning something new about the game. <laughs> like that article, the yeah, whole color yeah, combination. It took me a while to learn like the color combination names. Yeah, but even the the color pie and like how it's shaped and where the colors fall, yeah. how the colors are paired, mm-hmm. the friendly colors and the enemy colors. Yeah. That's crazy. So can you explain explain the friendly colors and the enemy colors? Because, you know, we've talked about pairings yes. and the combinations. Yeah. How do we get there and the, the enemy thing? So What is it? All right. So for <laughs> friendly colors, it's pretty much when you're looking at the color pie or the color wheel. And let's talk about blue. All right. Let's bring okay. up blue. So blue itself is about knowledge and illusions. Okay. It's enemy colors being green and red. Well, let's think more about what blue is. They, since they're looking for knowledge, they tend to be a bit more logical and Mm -hmm. things. Right. Red is about chaos and destruction. Right. They tend to be a lot more emotional when it comes to their thoughts. So you take the opposite of logical, you get more emotional actions. Right. So... And then let's go to uh, let's go to green. Mm-hmm. Blue also tends to be about uh, growth, and I guess you could say not so much by nature because that's what green is looking right. for, growing through nature. Where blue is looking to grow through uh, Knowledge. constructs Knowledge, and right? yeah, well, <clears throat> more so meaning like moving forward and things. Green wants to grow through nature. Right. Blue yes. wants things to grow because it's man-made. So through constructs, making oh, okay. these specific I gotcha. things. I gotcha. right? Okay, okay, okay. So that's why that, they that are pretty sense. much our enemy colors. Right. Um, and then we talk about friendly colors, which right Wait. next to. Yeah. Go, no, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I was going to say. So um, going next to blue on the color wheel. Right. Uh, we have white, which is about protection and order. Mm-hmm. So... Since they since they aren't against knowledge, mm-hmm. um, which you know not necessarily against illusions either, but there's a lot more to these colors than just these two words, right? So um, when you when you start to throw knowledge with protection and mm-hmm. order, you know right. you start to get you know law and order through gathering knowledge from people. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You said law and order. So, I could not resist. So, <laughs> so when we talk about the the guilds, which these these uh, these names came from, so white and blue is Azorius inside of Ravnica. And they are the police, pretty much. Yes. They are yes. the ones that are like, oh, there was a murder going on over here. We need to find out what's happened. And, and See, make- I never really thought about it like that. No? No. Okay. I never, like, I memorized it all. <laughs> like, I know what they all are. Yeah, yeah. But I never really thought about yeah. that. So... I See, that's you, even cooler. Right? <laughs> that really is even cooler. <laughs> so, so yeah, we, we have the Azorius who are pretty much the police, the detectives, yep. Yep. and, you know, 
And then we go. I hate Azorius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they tend to be control. I, yeah, lot. and like I like playing control, but I do not like playing blue white control. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad when you throw in another color, but yes, yeah. yes, as long as it's not green, <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> you, you, what you don't like Bant? No, Dan, I don't like Bant. <laughs> Oh, I wait, don't. it has a green in it. I'm I don't bad. like Bant. My bad. Yeah. Bant, you know Bant is the three color combination of blue, white, and green. So the color I, the color combo I hate the most is blue and green, but my second one is green and white. Your second, so, your second most hated? Hated one, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So my second most hated one is green and white. And green and white is... Selesnia. Selesnia. Yeah. Man, we could have we could talk about like all of these uh, I know, the I know guild we can. names. I know we can. I feel I feel like that needs to be its whole like a whole other episode. Right? <laughs> and and don't get me wrong. So there are guilds for enemy colors. So we were saying blue and green are enemy colors because yes. they value different things. Right. But now you're taking the knowledge that blue has to augment and mutate like green creatures. Right. So it's like we're going to combine a shark with a with a crab. <laughs> Dude, that's my favorite card ever. I love that card just because it's so cool. Yeah, so I mean, you know, we're there's it's so it's the still card a thing. the card is called shark to crab. Yeah. <laughs> so when that so, co- when that came out, I yeah. thought, uh, dude, that was like the best card ever. <laughs> I love that card so much. Yeah, there there are some there are some really cool uh, cards out there. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about the other crabs. Yeah, uh, ruin ruin crab. Oh god, uh, ruin and, ruin uh, crab and hedron. Uh, hedron's fine oh, because man. of targets. Yeah, yeah. Hedron's fine because of targets, but ruin crab it hits every yeah. opponent. Oh yeah. man. So. So let's get back to the, yeah, uh, sorry. the thing with the blue, right? <laughs> yeah. So now let's talk a little bit about black, blue's other friendly color, mm-hmm. right? For black, we have death and selfishness. So selfishness is a trait for black? Yeah. It, okay. Because they will – so you, you think about the um, – you know, they want to sacrifice other creatures to okay, yeah, benefit yeah. themselves. That's true. No, they, that's true. They don't yep. care about it, which is something huge that black does. Correct. Um, Correct. So we talk about the knowledge and selfishness. Let's yeah. bring up your... Like I said, I'm learning something so, new every single time. I'm like learning something new so, <laughs> all the or, time. <laughs> or let's talk about knowledge and death. You know, something about a spy. An assassin could also want to gather some knowledge if they're a part of Demir. Yeah. A spy will... Yep. Take out whoever they need correct, to correct. to get this information. <laughs> mind, 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 mind blown. Because <laughs> <laughs> again, I never really thought about it. Like yeah, I just, yeah. I honestly like when Ravnica came out. I was honestly just proceeding along. Okay, so I'm being told that this is what these color <laughs> things do. I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. But now knowing what like each individual color yep. is and then how they all work yep. together, it's like, okay, it's actually kind of really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they did a really good job in Ravnica. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> Ravnica isn't Ravnica like one of the mo- more popular planes? Yeah, yeah. So, so planes. They, they've now gone to Ravnica three times. They have. They yeah. have, haven't they? The original one. Yeah. Uh, Return, Return to, to Ravnica, Ravnica and, and then, then Guilds. Guilds of Ravnica, right? Yeah, Which yeah. so that's why everybody would say Return to Return to Ravnica. Exactly. Return to a, Return. Yeah. Yep. Oh man, it's very. So okay, so real quick, planes. Yeah. So planes. 
I mean, I guess we can talk about planes a little bit later when we go into lore. I guess yeah. we can we can talk about planes. Well, well, real quick, all sure. a planes really is because I'm sure some people are going to want to yes. know now. Yeah, all a planes really is is just the world. Yeah, it's a location. Yeah. basically. The, yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much the world. Yeah, yeah. So that that that's what a plane is. Um, okay. So and okay, so you. In talking about all of that, I, mm-hmm. I again, mind blown, very, very, <laughs> very cool. The way I kind of think about it in figuring out like enemy colors and yeah. friendly colors is you look at the color pie, right? Yeah. So you take a magic card, flip it over, look at the center where the colors are, mm-hmm. how it's shaped in the pentagram. So you pick a color, right? Like red. You look at the colors that are directly adjacent to that color. Those are the friendly colors. Yep. Then the ones that are further away, those mm-hmm. are the enemy colors. Exactly. See, I, I didn't know that until very soon ago, uh, <laughs> very, very um, not that long ago. Yep. So I was like, I, I always thought for the longest time, I thought there was just one friendly color. Like, oh. so per color, there was only one other color that was a friendly color. Okay. And then one that was enemy. So that's why I was like, yeah. I which have is, no clue. Which is another reason why they have shards of Alara, because it's the three colors right next to each other okay. in, in the center. Okay. And there's okay. five of those ones, I believe. Yeah. Because the five yeah, colors. Yeah, because the five colors. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Oh, see, I see that. Yeah. The shards, that's not, I never. Yeah. Which didn't even get into that either. <laughs> which when we all right, let me just talk about one of the shards. Go ahead. Real quick. Go ahead. Go I ahead. think you might know it. It's Grixis. So let's talk about our our bad guy in inside in, magic. Uh, yeah, the so, the big baddie. Yeah, the big baddie guy. Um, his name is Nicol Bolas. Wait, I thought his name was uh, the guy from Harry Potter. What's his name? We don't say his name, Dan. Oh, that's right. We don't say his name. <laughs> we don't say his name, my bad. So, Nicol Bolas, he's, his colors are black, red, and blue. So Great when, colors. Yeah. Only so, only when taken as a whole. <laughs> they, they're, they're pretty great. They are pretty lie. good. Yeah, they're and good. So, so, for him to be the <clears throat> bad guy, the ultimate bad guy, he needs to be selfish as f which he definitely is he, <laughs> yeah, he knows is he he's he's pretty much all knowing as well so that's where he that's gets the, the he gets the blue the blue yeah and destruction destruction from the yeah from the, the red. red yeah yeah so <laughs> again mind blown <laughs> yeah and not to mention the the other part of of black that i have written down death yes yes yeah, so, so okay a lot now that i think about it there is not one part of Nico Bolas that is either green <laughs> yeah. or white. He does not care about unity. He does at not all. care about unity. Does not care about nature. He has armies of zombies. Yes. He does not care about he does unity. Not care about, yeah. You can you listen Man. to me, dude? Like the amount of thought <laughs> that just go. We talked. We talked about storytelling a couple of episodes yeah. ago. It's crazy. Yeah. The amount of storytelling that just that literally goes into five colors. <laughs> yep. Nope. Isn't that, dude, that's crazy. To me, that's insane. That is so cool. Yeah. That's, and that is part of the reason that people like this game so nope. much. Like there's, there, there is a segment of people that just love magic just for the storytelling. Yeah. Which, and which cool. honestly, so like, I don't, I don't know a whole lot about the story and magic, but when I learned the differences in the colors, I was like, I want to be the guy that 
pisses other people off in this yeah. game, right? I want to destroy things. Wait, aren't you that way in every game? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> like, I want to be the villain colors and, well, I guess not even just this game, but yeah. Yeah, just in so, general. <laughs> <laughs> which is so weird because it's not really, like, my my personality at all. No, it's not. It's not. But it, that's why but it's, that's why it's so games, funny. In these games, I want to bring chaos and destruction yeah, and yes. death. And well, it's funny because anytime I play with Jim, um, like in Commander, I never know who I'm going to sit down <laughs> with when I play with Jim. I don't know what kind of game he's going to play. Well, it depends. Is it after an hour and a half you know exactly who that Jim is? No, no, no. Even no, when I first in, sit in down. The, I'm saying in one specific game because then you know yeah, I don't I know, care who I know. I know. So I know. you know that part. I know that part. It's it's Is Jim going to do something? Well, well. Answer answer this. Which decision will make the game speed up? Whatever choice will make the game speed up, that's what he'll do. Yeah, eventually is what I'll do. Yeah, I don't yes. care what happens. Yes. I'm not looking to win correct. at that point. Correct, correct, correct. Uh, um, right. Yeah, no, but it is it is very interesting to me, just yeah. even the storytelling. That just goes into five freaking colors. I, I think I ruined your story, though, when you were saying you didn't know who you were going to sit down with when I when I played. Oh, that, that that's it. But honestly, <laughs> when I sit down... When I sit down at the table, I, I, I have to I ask myself, okay, how is Jim gonna play this game? Yeah. Is he just gonna be all crazy and just go, nah, we'll we'll do that? Or is he gonna like sit down and actually try and win and be competitive? Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. For commander, I, I don't like really commander. Try it that's true. That's yeah. commander. Commander. Yeah. Not in modern. If we're talking or about else. other formats, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. yeah I'm I'm gonna try and win. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So. Um, all right. So that's the color pie. And that was, again, mind blown. I yeah. Think I we just talked times. a little bit about it. There's 10 it's different crazy. guilds. Yes. You know? Yes. We, we just talked a little bit about Azorius yep. and the other one, which yep. is Demir, uh, black and blue. Mm-hmm. And we talked a little bit about Grixis. Um, what's your favorite pair? Your favorite color pair? So I, I actually sat down and tried to figure out, because I thought it was Is It, which is blue and yeah, red. Yeah, blue and red, right? yes. But after doing combinations of, so I would take the combination of two colors and mm-hmm. add every other color so to make it three colors. So if it was right. black and blue, I would add green, be like, all right, how much do I like Sultai, right? Mm-hmm. I'd then take out the green, add white. How much do I like Esper? You know, take out the oh, white. Oh, I got gotcha. that. So, and then I did that for every, pretty much every single color pair. Yeah. And Rakdos is my favorite one. Okay, that doesn't surprise when, me. When going off of that. That doesn't so. surprise me. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't surprise me at all. Um, I would, I have to actually, I'd have to go, I'd have to go by that logic. I would have to sit down and think about yeah. that. But I think mine mm-hmm. would be um, Golgari, mm-hmm. which is black and green. Um, green is definitely my favorite color. Um, my favorite shard is Sultai. Which, which are also enemy colors. W- what? Uh, Golgari. Golgari, yes. Yeah. Golgari, they are enemy colors, yes. Yep. Um, and, my yeah, my favorite shard is Sultai by yep. 100%. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that that those are those are my favorite colors um, in, in Magic, which uh, green is my it's favorite. It's actually a wedge. Green is my favorite color. It's a wedge, Dan. It's not a shard. <sighs> it's not a part of Alara. It's not a shard. It's a wedge. Okay, yeah, yeah, now I get it. Now I think I actually get it. Yep. There's, again, dude, like I said, we could talk <laughs> like an entire episode this about game it. Is, this game it's has crazy. so much to it. So the reason it's not a shard is because those three colors 
don't line up in the color pie. They're not all three right next yeah. to each other. Yeah. Because black and green are enemy colors. Yep. And then um, blue, blue is a is a is enemy of is green. Enemy of green. But friendly but with friendly, black. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's why it would be a shard. You'd have a what do you? That's what I meant. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Again, dude, it's all it's all it's all up here. It's way over my yeah. head. <laughs> like I said, new new thing every stinking time I talk about magic. Yeah, there's a there's a lot to this. <laughs> yeah, this there's so IP. much. Yes. All right. So let's let's talk about our first experiences with the game. You know, Tom, um, I want you to go first. For you this want one. me to go I first? I really do. All right. So my first experience, I think I think I've told this story before. Um, but I was with a uh, f- a family member. And he's also into tabletop gaming, and we were just, I don't know why we decided this, but I think I brought it up of, you know what, Let, let's get into magic. Let's let's go try it out. <laughs> so when I looked into it, I found out that they were doing welcome decks, like, and then they still, I think they still do it. Yeah, yeah. You go to any game store, and they just give you a deck of cards. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember how many colors it is. So we went by, we went to Grapple, because Grapple two. was open. We picked up the welcome decks. We came back. I watched a couple of YouTube videos on how to play because mm-hmm. I had no idea how to play. <laughs> we sat down and played. It was Dan's like I still have no clue how to play. <laughs> correct. I still I'm like, I thought it was cool. And then I started watching content creators on yeah. YouTube who do it. And then I found <clears throat> I found out what a deck was. And it was it was ro- during rotation. And there was a goblins deck that was rotation proof. <laughs> so I built the deck because it was relatively cheap. Yeah. Bought all the cards and then went to Friday Night Magic at Grapple and then played goblins and had a blast. <laughs> and it was fun. I got killed the first time I played because they were the, the guy I was playing with. Um, so the deck, the deck involved, there was Rekindling Phoenix. There was Heart of Kieran, Chandra, Torch of Defiance. And what else? So those were the three big cards. Like those, I think those were the only three cards I saw the first like, match. I think it was just the mono red list. That no, people, it was not a mono oh, red wasn't list. Even mono it was red, not a mono okay. red list, I don't think. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I guess this is a while ago. Unless he was just playing good stuff. But, but again, dude, I don't, those are the only three cards I saw that first, <laughs> that first match. Yeah. He did bring out Goblin Chain Whirler too. Yeah, maybe it was a mono. Maybe it's it was. Pro- I, I think it was a mono red list. Maybe then. it was with Heart of Kieran. Yeah, it was, it was a good card. I know it was a good card. So was Rekindling <laughs> Phoenix. When I read Rekindling Phoenix, I'm like, what? Yeah. It does freaking what? Yeah. So I have to kill this thing twice yeah, in order so, to remove it. <laughs> so Rekindling Phoenix, I believe, is a four three with flying. Mm-hmm. When it dies, you you bring out a token that is zero, its egg. Zero one right? token. Because yeah. it's a phoenix. What does it do? It, it comes, comes back. back. Yeah. So at your, I believe it's your next turn at the yeah, end or at the end of a certain turn. The I forget beginning exactly. of your next turn, I think. Okay. I think it's the beginning of your next turn. The token goes away and then your rekindling phoenix comes back. I think it's at upkeep because then yeah, the egg states it that it gets haste until the end of turn, I believe. I think so. Okay. I think so. So, so yeah, then at, at your turn, the egg... <laughs> Summons. It was a the totem. Bird. It was a totem. I'm yeah, pretty okay, sure it was yeah, a totem. Yeah, it was a totem. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the totem summons back the bird. So <laughs> your one kill spell, or if you traded with it, mm-hmm. of so 
Then it's just like, well, you didn't really kill the bird, yeah. but you did. But you did. But it's yeah. back now. Yeah, it's so back. Yeah. Good luck. That card. That card <laughs> destroyed standard. That card was everywhere yeah. when it was the standard. Yeah, that, yeah, that card um, was really good. Yeah, I remember when I got that card. I was like, I was so <laughs> stoked. I was like, that that card holds a very special place in mm-hmm. my heart, just because. That was really the first big card that I played against. Yeah. That and Chandra. Oh, man. It was, of torch? course, Chandra. Was it Torch? It was Torch, yeah. Because oh, nice. it was um, Kaladesh. Kaladesh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah. was fun. And so the deck that I played was just Goblins. It was yeah. a, a Goblins tribal list. It was fun. It was not very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ch- Goblin Chain Whirler. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me. No, it did not have Goblin Chain Whirler because, because Chain so Whirler was pretty expensive okay. in the time because it was very popular in standard. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, there were quite there. The big the big goblins in that list was Goblins uh, Siege, Gang, Siege Gang Commander. Yeah. And there was another one, a goblin lord that pumped all your goblins, and then you could sack a goblin to destroy an artifact. Oh, I don't I think I know. I can't remember which one it was. I I've got the art. I have the art in my head. Okay, it's the art in my head. But anyway, that was my first experience with magic, and mm-hmm. it was a blast. Yeah, I had a lot of fun, even though I got destroyed that first game. <laughs> Um, the second game, I played one of our friends who was very young at the time, and I beat him, and I was so excited. <laughs> and I'm beating this little kid. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sit down. <laughs> but, dude, it was fun, man. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. So that was oh, my man. first experience with uh, with Magic. Oh, All right, so, Jim, let's hear it. I want to hear it, man. So I think I've heard I'm this just, story before. Oh, yeah, you have. Yeah. So this was my first experience, <laughs> which kind of was also my last experience with it. Yeah. So I started playing, I believe it was 2013 or 2012, whenever Return to Ravnica was out. <laughs> There's Ravnica. <laughs> yeah, here's Ravnica. So I'm I was first uh my sister got me into the game. And uh, Oh, she did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Her, her boyfriend at the time played and then okay. she was like, "Oh, let's play this cuz she knew I I was playing I was playing Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh back yeah, then. Yeah. I was playing Duel oh, Masters yep. as well, so yep. And uh, <laughs> so we get we get a fat pack for for magic uh-huh. of Ravnica, yeah. and we had some other cards as well. And so we we pretty much split up the cards to where I played. I had blue and red cards, okay, and she had Golgari, right. <laughs> Which is black that, and green. Well, that that's funny because when you thought your favorite color combination was yeah, is it and I then know. and mine. Was <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. That's funny. So, um, so yeah, that's that's what we were doing. Okay, and um, I played against my sister quite a few times, and she played a card, <laughs> a very specific card that you could call Batman. It was Vampire Nighthawk. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it is a two. I think it's a two, three. I don't even remember. Yeah, it's a two, it's three. It's a two, three, two, three flying death touch lifelink. And I hate this mother. <laughs> <laughs> to, th- to this day, Dan. To this day. <laughs> this card. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, there's nothing really special about that card. I mean. It's. I mean, yeah, it's it's a flyer with death touch and life link. I mean, that's, what it was was 
I had nothing had no for it. Okay, that's what it was. And I got slowly beat in the face for two damage yep. every single turn. And mm-hmm. then she gained, and I was trying to burn people out and get card advantage. <laughs> and that turned out to be a lie, Dan. Why? Because Lifelink Flyer. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Come on. You were in red, <sighs> and you didn't have any direct Dan, damage. Dan, Dan, we had limited cards here. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we had very limited cards. And this is when... This is when I learned that I was a big fan of Lightning Strike because I didn't know Lightning Bolt existed, which is oh, its, yeah. its better version. Yeah, it's Lightning Strike for two mana deal three damage to any target. Any target, yep. Okay. So I was like, Lightning Strike kills Vampire Vampire Nighthawk. Okay. But I think I only had like one copy. (laughs) So (laughs) I rarely ever got it. And I think she had more than one copy of Vampire Nighthawk. Yep. So I I raged one night. I was done with (laughs) magic. I gave her all of my cards. I'm just like, take this. I am done with this effing game. (laughs) So that's funny. (laughs) Until a few years after. I started in Kaladesh. Um, a friend of mine, uh, a guy I met at Grapple, um, he was overhearing me talking about uh, Yu-Gi-Oh stuff, and he was like, "Oh, hey, I got some Yu-Gi-Oh stuff." And I'm like, "All right, bring it next time." So I got some stuff off him for Yu-Gi-Oh. We were talking for a bit, brought up Magic, grouped up with him one day at Magic uh, FNM. Mm-hmm. Played in a tournament with one of his Rakdos decks. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a Rakdos aggro list, so That's red and funny. black aggro. And uh, I had no clue what I was doing, okay? No idea. <laughs> I was taking Yu-Gi-Oh! logic into this. I attacked with one creature attacking their tapped creature. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, but you can't do that. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so yeah. had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. Wasn't even, like, taught this game at all. Yep. And I'm playing in a tournament. Yeah. And I'm getting absolutely destroyed. Yep. And so, um, and then he went to uh, basic training for like six or nine months, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And then he came back. Kaladesh was out at that time. Mm-hmm. We started playing more and more and more. And then the rest is history. Yeah. And I remember playing this individual at Grapple FNM. <laughs> And got my uh, got my booty handed he's, to me. He's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> he's the guy I was talking about that I went to uh, tournaments yes, with. Yes, and, uh, yes. It, it all started with mm-hmm. grapple. Yep. Um, yeah, there was. I can't remember the deck that I was playing, but we were playing standard. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, yeah, he beat me in like three turns because he was playing uh, mono green Stompy. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, no, I think I was playing goblins. My, okay. my goblins list. Okay. Um, yeah, Galta. Yeah, a turn. It was either turn two or turn three. Galta. Pretty sure it was turn three. Galta. I'm like, hmm. uh, scoop. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if he played that deck. I think mm-hmm. you're thinking. Are you thinking of someone else? Mm-mm. I'm not. Uh, no. Mm-mm. I am not thinking of. I. Yep. The only reason I bring that up is because he played that list and he was like, "I'm going to build this deck," and he still has that deck. 
Really? Yeah. Well, and a- it was funny because after that, you know, there's all this time left on the timer, and he's like, you want to play modern? I'm like, what is modern? <laughs> all right, yeah, that sounds like him. I bet he just borrowed his deck. All right. <laughs> I think he did. I think he borrowed that deck. Okay. Yeah. Because he busts out his his modern decks, and he's yeah. like, this one's $2,500, this one's $2,000. Yeah, one and I was, I was blown away. I'm like. And he's like, here's Jess guy. This is the cheaper one. <laughs> yeah. Sitting at like 12 at that time. So, so. speaking of modern, Jim, can, yeah. you, can you tell us about all these different formats that are available Woo! to play this awesome game? Man. All right. So let's start off with something. A lot of people are introduced early, which mm-hmm. is standard. Yeah, which is what I was introduced. Yeah. That's how I was introduced to the game. Yeah. There's like two two formats right now that people are introduced in. It's standard and commander. Yep. So standard being... The last pretty much two years worth of cards. Uh, there's yeah. a thing in the, the most game. recent two years. Yeah, worth so of it's sets. it's between five and eight sets depending on the time frame that you're at. So at the end oh. of yeah, so at the end of um, every year September, mm-hmm. at, yeah, at the end of September there's a rotation that happens, mm-hmm. and the oldest four sets are rotated out, which <clears throat> isn't. Aren't the sets, is, isn't it basically like a year's worth? It's, it's pretty much just a year's worth of sets, correct? Yeah, that's why I said five. So because it's four. Right, 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 right. So right. yeah, as soon as that fifth set comes out, right. then it's right. all those cards in the last year right. at that point. Which, so speaking of standard, mm-hmm. um, we're recording this in May of 2021. Yes. All right, Jim, what are the current standard legal sets? Can all you right. name them? All right, so we have Eldraine. Eldrain. Okay. Fantastic. Eldrain. Which uh, Eldrain Eldrained is magic's take on the fairy tales. Fairy tales, fairy yes. Tales. Yep. Uh we have I all right, I am not gonna say these in order because no, I don't fine. think I know that's the fine. Order. That's fine, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> um Ikoria? Ikoria. Ikoria is yep. one. Big big old monsters. Yeah. There's lots of Godzilla in Ikoria, <laughs> which there's just like yeah. the Godzilla themed art. Yeah. <clears throat> that's uh, it. So I forget the uh the third one that's after that, but then there's also uh Corset twenty one. Yep. Uh, then we have Call uh, Time. Call Time. Yep. Uh, we which just, is North mythology. Yeah, and we just got Strixhaven, Strixhaven which is pretty which much is Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter. And uh, what is the other one that I am having troubles thinking of? Or is there two more? What is no, that? No, that that was five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we that have, was five. So, so I'm missing one. So, so is Eldraine. Icoria. Yeah. The one after Icoria is the one I am missing. And I can't remember it to save my life right now. Dan's, Think Dan's, about it. Dan's pulling it up I, right I, now. I am, and, I am uh, pulling it up. I am I am pulling it up because because it's killing me that I can't even remember this either. <laughs> that tells oh, me. Oh yeah, Zendikar. Oh, I'm upset. Zendikar and rising. Exposed. There there man. was there was two. There was two. Zendikar rising. Yeah. And then Theros. Ah, Theros yes, is Theros. still in standard. Okay. Yeah. See, and see, this is a weird time because we are there's there's two, four, there's seven sets in standard mm-hmm. right now. So mm-hmm. that's that's quite a lot. So the we're next nearing one, the end of rotation. Yeah. We're we're getting close to rotation. So the next one that comes out <laughs> is Adventures in Forgotten Realms. The Adventures in Forgotten Realms, which yeah. is the Dungeons and Dragons yes, themed set. I'm so glad they're there's making a lot this of thing, there. Man. Yeah. 
They have yeah. so many cool cards. There's a they just spilled a few, mm-hmm. and they were they were very interesting, especially yep. for people who are really into D and D. Yeah, I'm a fan of this yeah. set. Yeah, lie. The, the the Vorpal Sword, the Vorpal Sword. <laughs> the, Did you see that one? I haven't seen the Vorpal Sword. I've seen the the portable hole. The portable <laughs> hole. Yeah, yeah. The big the big monster that five headed dragon. Tiamat. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Isn't isn't that a uh, a uh, yeah, it is. It's, like a dra- a, it's a dragon from. Uh, so it's. Is it, isn't you, that like a big bad monster? You, in you want it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you want to know something funny about it? What? All right. Yes, I do. You're not, you're not going to be ready for this, Dan. Okay. Okay. All right. You're hit not me, ready for this. Hit me with it. So hit me with it. Tiamat is pretty much the god dragon, right? Right. Okay. So. It's funny because, yes, that's the subtype. That's the creature type. Oh, is it? Okay. It is the creature so, type. All right. This is perfect. Then. <laughs> yes. So aside from that, it has five heads. Okay. Yes. And they all are pretty much different elements. So they're a different color. Dan. Oh, no It's way. the five colors <laughs> of magic. <laughs> I am not making this up. As soon what? as I saw it okay. one time, okay. I'm like, here's what I'm oh, doing. my Here, goodness. Well, here's what I'm doing because now... I, I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up the leaked <laughs> the the uh, the leaked art, right? Yeah. And so I'm looking at, huh? <laughs> what colors are they, Dan? Um, let's you see. see. The I white see one white. <laughs> I see red. I see green. I see black, and I see blue. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, every <laughs> single one is there. <laughs> oh my word, dude, that's insane. Yeah. And, oh, uh, that's crazy. So, so after this set comes out, crazy. right, we're going to have the eight sets in standard, yes. right? Yes. And then at the end of September, <clears throat> there will be a new set, mm-hmm. and the oldest four sets will then rotate out. Yep. And then, because as, as soon as it comes out, they're rotated out. Now there are back to five sets being right. in standard. Mm-hmm. And then they build up to six, seven, eight. Yep. Once the ninth one yep. comes out, get rid of the oldest yep. four. Yeah, and standard is a pretty popular format. Yeah, and yeah. that's normally the most supported format that Wizards kind of um, tries to support normally. Uh, yeah, because you know it's because it it's gets their newer you, like, products, things, well, right? Yeah. And it's their newer products yeah. and gets you to spend more money, basically. Yeah, exactly. this type, type exactly. thing. So, and they know. have Arena as well, yes. which yeah. majority of it which is use, standard. Yeah, yeah. Well, when Arena first came out, it was only standard. Yeah. But yeah, now that standard. Arena's been around for a while, yeah. they have more formats introduced, like that are in Arena Arena specific mm-hmm. formats. So anyway. Right. Um, so, more formats. What else we got, Jimbo? So, all right. And, and <clears throat> what standard is, it's also a constructed format. Yes, correct. So, yep. uh, pretty much all of these are going to be constructed formats. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, then we there, have, there's a few. There's a few that are not constructed. Yeah. So, then we have Pioneer, yep. which is the youngest format, mm-hmm. pretty much, yep. that Wizards has come out and talked about. Yep. And, it is, and it's official. So, yep. uh, what this is, it's an eternal format. So rather than having a rotation set up like standard oh, does okay. every single year, gotcha, gotcha. Um, it goes back all the way to Return a to Ravnica. Certain time, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Return to Ravnica was <clears throat> September 2012. Yeah, I've heard that term thrown around or a lot. Eternal October, format. One of those two. Yeah. I, I never knew what exactly eternal mm-hmm. format meant. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty much it's a hard date, basically, yeah, exactly. of, of what it goes back and, to. Yeah, and it doesn't change. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep. So um okay. yeah. Uh, yeah, so Pioneer goes all the way back to Return to Ravnica, Return to Ravnica which, is, forward. which is around September of 12, is yes, that right? Yeah. 2012? Okay. Yeah. All right. 
All right. And then we go even further beyond that, which is modern format. Right. Another eternal format. Uh, eighth edition, uh, which was July 2002 and forward. So okay. everything from way back then uh-huh. to everything now and everything that comes out in the future. Gotcha. Then we go one step further beyond, which yeah. is Legacy, which for this one, you can use cards all the way from the start of Magic, but there's a ban list, and all of these formats pretty much have a ban list, mm-hmm. So, but there's a ban list specifically, and it's, it's pretty much everything in the game that is created, whether it's specifically for the Commander format. Mm-hmm. Or for standard or for modern with their yeah. modern horizons mm-hmm. uh, sets. Yeah, pretty much if it's printed in magic, yeah. you can play it in here unless it's banned. You know, it's funny. <clears throat> you know, when we're going through these formats, it's very interesting because I remember the time that I started playing yeah. magic. And I knew about uh, when I started finding out about these formats, I'm f- trying to understand kind of what they all mean and all these different cards and all these different sets. Mm-hmm. I knew nothing. Like, I didn't know any of these cards. Yeah. Now that I'm knowing all these formats, I'm like, oh, okay, now I can, I, <laughs> I feel very confident that I could sit down and play a modern, a match yeah. in modern yeah. and Pioneer mm-hmm. and all these different formats. I'm very. And I see these cards, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know what that card does. Mm-hmm. I, I know what this does. Sure, you might not know, like, the intricacies <clears throat> right, of each right, deck. Of how, right, but, right, right, yeah. right. Like so. Amulet, like Amulet Titan. <laughs> I'm going through that deck list, and I'm like, I know all these cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, I could play this deck, which yep. I kind of want to play that deck. Now that I saw it, I'm like, so, I can play modern. I'll play that deck. As soon as, as, soon as you uh, started talking about the deck, I looked up a list. I'm like, what cards of this do we have that I could throw together for them? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm like, I will play that because Primeval Titan yep. is banned yep. in Commander, yep. which is the form that we all love yep. love to play yeah. and i mean isn't isn't well how is that card relatively cheap or is that relative is that an expensive card uh I, th- I think it's pretty cheap i think it's pretty cheap yeah, yeah. so anyway so sorry to cut it's you pretty off much there. only played in in, in modern, modern right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so sorry to cut you off <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah we were on legacy yep. uh next let's talk about commander or edh the which best originally was ever. called Elder Dragon Highlander. Now, why was it called Elder Dragon Highlander, Jim? It's based off of the original Elder Dragons and Highlander being a thing of like singleton, pretty much. So, um, well, didn't they get the name Highlander from Highlander the movie? I guess isn't that I where they no came clue. from? I think that's where it came from. I have from. no idea. Um, yeah, and I guess now it's just the thing of like, oh, people are like, oh yeah, my deck's Highlander, so which. Pretty much is you're playing one ofs rather right. than the play right. set of four. Right. Yep. And um, so that's an eternal format that also has a ban list as well. I hate ban lists. Why does there have to be a ban <laughs> Don't worry, list Dan. Don't worry, Dan. This next one might be for you. <laughs> There's no ban list in this next one. Yeah. So I'm not a millionaire. <laughs> vintage. No, Dan, you only need like 56K. Okay. 56K low end to play these decks. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. So there are so speaking of vintage, right? Okay. Yeah. So there's a couple of other content creators out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that I follow, um, his name. Oh my goodness, the name is escaping me. Um, oh, he's an engineer. Oh my goodness, oh. why can is I? Is it not? MTG engineer? No, it's not MTG oh. engineer. That's me, man. Oh, that's you. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Um, 
So okay, I, I'm. I feel. I feel Is terrible. Is it vintage magic? Uh, no, no, but he's he's a part of it. Okay. Um, Edwin, Edwin the Magic Engineer. There we go. That's oh, his name. Okay. That's his name. But he recently started a new channel <laughs> with um, Open Boosters, um, okay. and I can't remember the name of their channel. Um, but I'm I'll actually I'll link. I'll, Is that the guy I, I who of, opens like old school magic yeah, boxes? Okay. Yeah, but there's a couple of there's a couple of channels out there that right. are like they strictly do vintage magic and old school magic. Right. And I see all these cards that they're playing with, and I'm like, <laughs> I mean, they've been in the game since it started. Yeah. Like yeah. they they. They've been in it since the beginning, and that's where they got all of their cards from, right? <clears throat> and so I watch these videos, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. You're <laughs> playing. You are literally playing with $20,000 sitting right in front of yeah. you in a piece of cardboard. Yeah. Holy cow. Dan, Dan, what do you think it's like when people see you playing with, like, a couple hundred dollars worth in cards, oh, right? When dude. they're not in this, they're like, what do you mean that card's worth $50? I know, I know dude. It's crazy. You know? <laughs> I was going through I was going through some of my decks, like my commander decks, and going through prices of cards, and I'm like, that card is how much? <laughs> I bought it for like five bucks. <laughs> and it's worth two hundred. <laughs> I have a couple dude, there's a couple, there's a few cards that I have like yeah. that. I'm like, oh. holy cow. <laughs> But anyway, anyway, Commander is awesome, man. Yeah, it's uh, this game. But vintage, is awesome. vintage is oh my. Yeah, so I don't do that's crazy. So with vintage again, like like Legacy, mm -hmm. it's it's a format that's eternal right. and it goes all the way back to the beginning of the game. Yes. If it's ever printed somewhere for Magic right. officially, it is allowed in vintage. Yeah, there's no ban list, but. But. There is a restricted list, mm -hmm. so there there are, there's not a single card that you can't play a single copy of. Okay. So okay. we're talking the Power Nine, Black mm -hmm. Lotus, the Moxes. You are able to play a single copy. Single copy. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I will never play vintage. <laughs> because, I'd be down to play vintage. I mean, I'd be down to play it, but I, yeah. like all of the good decks are from like very old school cards. Uh, yeah. I mean, am I right? Uh, no. Oh, I'm wrong. So, okay. so there are a lot of cards. So the Power Nine, right? Yes. A lot of decks yes. are pretty much playing nearly all of them, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. If it's in, if you're playing blue, you're playing a lot of them. Yeah, but. You know, you have the Black Lotus. All of these power cards are supporter cards. Right. And when right. we talk about the the power level of the old cards back then, like mm -hmm. Shivan Dragon, when it was yes. fifty dollars, yes. now it's a like next to nothing. Yeah, card. it's a it's a it's a two cent you card, know? basically. It's, yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. ridiculously cheap. Right. And right. so most not of the not only decks, that, it's not very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like you're playing a lot of just the good cards that are out now as well. Yeah, right. You're playing a lot of busted, broken yeah. things. Yeah. No, that's true. But you're having the support of mm -hmm. old cards. Yeah, of old cards. So, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. It's not no, just you. old cards. So speaking of speaking of decks, mm -hmm. um, I know we've kind of talked about this before when we went over kind of our TCG and CCG um, yeah. episode. Um, but now now let's let's kind of talk in talk about it in the context of magic right mm -hmm. so we've got archetypes mm -hmm. right so what are some popular deck archetypes now and then what are some i know i when i saw you doing this i wasn't i i was kind of confused <laughs> but then when i read the the outline i'm like oh okay no this makes perfect sense yeah. this is great yeah. so jim you've got a bunch of decks written down mm -hmm. here kind of listed for each of for each of a few the more popular yeah. um formats yeah. right so what are some of the the more popular decks for these archetypes for now so 
the the decks we're going to be talking about are more so for standard, pioneer, and modern. Right. So those okay. are those those are where you kind of broke it down. Yeah. At. And so <clears throat> we have aggro decks. Okay. Mid range mm-hmm. and control. Yep. We also have combo on this list. Yep. But that's like a completely different yeah. kind of monster. Yeah. The three big archetypes. Yeah. Um, that you see a lot are these are these three that that, yes. that Jimbo listed here. Yeah. So. Um, so let's talk about aggro. Oh man. Some of my favorite right here. All right. All right. So (laughs) So, go ahead. I was going to say, so for pretty much any format is going to have this, Dan, it's, (laughs) it's somewhere in like every format. Yep. Mono red aggro or burn Mm -hmm. or red deck wins, whatever you want to call it. It's in every format. You have fast low to the ground creatures yeah. so like on turn one you can play a one one that has yeah. haste yeah. or a or a two two for a yeah. single mana yeah. that has haste well, it's, yeah and it's funny because my goblins list that yeah. i got introduced to yeah. was a mono red yep yeah. i was a mono red list yep yeah. it's a very mono red aggro list yep yeah. The you nice just, thing about mono red <laughs> lists normally they're very cheap yep. to play, mm-hmm. um, and the cards normally are very cheap. Like it's yeah. it's very cheap for you just to get into the game. Yep. Like I, and that's why a lot of the times uh, people recommend to new players just play mono red. Yep, very cheap, very good, easy way to get into I'll the game. Always recommend that one. Dan. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I don't like red, but it's a really great way to get introduced yeah. to, uh, yeah. to to a format. You definitely feel pretty <clears throat> powerful playing mm-hmm. red early on, and you're just yeah. like, oh man, I got him down ten life. Yeah. before he beat me or yeah. something like that you yeah. know yeah. um and then we have mono black aggro and pioneer now i have a question did this deck originate from historic uh, i mean i are you saying did it come from historic yeah the, the um, arena I believe, format uh i'm not entirely sure i mean uh, i did guess historic come before pioneer i mean i, I guess know. i guess i guess that's the adult the um Age-old question, the chicken or the egg, yeah. right? Which one came first? Oh, no, no, no. That is a lie. Mono black aggro was a thing in standard for, yeah, it was. for some time. Right, it was. It yeah. was. And then when it, and then rotation, when rotation hit, yep. it was just basically it followed the yeah. rotation. Basically. It never – it wasn't able to go into <laughs> yeah, right. modern. Then, then, right. Because at that point, there was no pioneer. There was no historic on arena. It wasn't a thing. So it was pretty much a deck – but it was in yeah. limbo. Yeah. It had nowhere to go. Like a lot of decks. Right. Like a lot of people's cards. Right. right. So, yeah, they wanted to bridge the gap between standard and modern, which yeah. I think they did a pretty good job on. Yeah. Yeah. P- Pioneer. P- Pioneer seems to be very mm-hmm. popular. Yeah. Very, very popular. Especially in our market around here. Oh, uh, yeah. LGS is around here. Yeah. People love Pioneer. Yeah. All right. What's this next one we got? Uh, next, we have Prowess okay. and Modern. All right. So how prowess works is you have creatures out on the board. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll have haste. Sometimes they won't. Mm-hmm. And when you cast a non-creature spell, okay. So let's say uh, I don't know, random card off the top of my head, lightning bolt. Okay. <laughs> let's say you cast lightning bolt, which is for a single mana. Yeah. Deal three damage to any target. Yeah. Okay. So you played a creature on turn one, mm-hmm. right? Next turn, you played another creature on turn two, mm-hmm. and you still have another mana open. Mm-hmm. The They can both attack, right? And let's say they both have prowess. Okay. You now cast a lightning bolt to target them for three damage. 
prowess triggers activate, giving your creatures plus one, plus one. Mm-hmm. So if they were well, a the, one, the two. the creature with prowess. Yes. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the creature with <clears throat> prowess will yes. get plus one, plus one. Oh, that's right. It's both power and toughness. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's not just power. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. gosh. Yeah, prowess is really strong. <laughs> yeah, prowess is kind of broken. <laughs> so, so now that original creature you played is now swinging this turn for like you, two yeah, damage. Yeah, and it gets activated at instant speed. I mean, yep. it's a trigger, so yep. it's crazy. Dude. And the other creature you played on this turn, let's say it was Monetary Swift Spear, which is another card that has haste and prowess. Yeah, so man, that dude. one also gets the plus one. So you have two creatures coming in for two damage yeah. each, four damage, plus the initial three from the lightning bolt, seven damage on turn two. Yeah, what colors what colors are is this deck normally played in? So this deck is normally played in blue and red. Okay. Okay. So, is it okay? Yeah. Yeah. Is All it. right. All right. So mid um Oh gosh, we got some mid range, Dan. Yeah, no, I love mid range, but Dan, not this, not this first Dan, deck. I know not this first you've deck. had a lot of experience, and with this <laughs> deck, let's talk about it. All right, all right, Dan. Let's let's have you talk a little bit about this deck. Are you gonna do this to me? Yeah, Dan. Let's talk about this. <laughs> Dad's crying over here. I'm crying. I'm laughing so hard. Oh my! God. All right. So, the, do you want me to say it? No, I'll say. Right, it. I'll say right. it. So the first deck is Demir Rogues. <laughs> the reason this is so funny is not that long ago, I was doing um I was doing YouTube on my own, right? And I was I was doing a magic a Magic the Gathering channel right so I was <laughs> I was doing MTG Arena decks I was doing a I was doing a deck a day and so Demir Rogues has been in the format since Zendikar Rising came into standard right and actually and so when Zendikar Rising hit standard that was kind of around the time that I really started so it's been over a year now it's been yeah dude, it's, it's been, been a over a year. And it was funny because I remember when Zendikar was spoiled, right? Mm-hmm. The tribe that everyone was really excited for was rogues <laughs> because there were so many, yeah. there were so many very powerful rogues that yeah. got introduced in Zendikar and people were just like, oh man, now we're getting a lot of rogue support. And like they did, like there was a lot of support. Not to be confused with the rogue decks, which is a completely different yeah, thing. Right, right. Rogues as a creature type. Yeah, yeah. So rogues as a creature type was getting heavy support in Zendikar, yeah. Zendikar Rising. So when when the uh, when the set came out, this deck, dude, this deck just basically took it, took over. It dominated everything. It dominated every everything. There were there weren't any like necessarily broken cards. Mm-hmm. They all work so well yeah. together yeah. and fast yep. that mm-hmm. like no one was able to stop it. Like there aren't even that many rares in yeah. in that list. Yeah. I mean, the if one we're talking aside from lands. Uh, no, right, right. Like, aside from lands, there weren't really many other rares other than Xerathson for yeah, standard. Yeah, um, it was a lot of uncommons. <laughs> so, so it, it just it got to the point to where, and I was not the only one who felt like this either. <laughs> there were there were plenty of people who were like, the moment turn one ruin crab K. <laughs> 
concede <laughs> or any any if you saw a card that could be in that list mm-hmm. it was just an auto concede and i did that all the time because i hated playing it depending so on depending people. on the mood that i was in like if i wanted to try and beat it and i i actually i'm pretty sure i i made a, a video <laughs> where I, I was ha- i was talking about and, I, and what i was saying was any deck that you made that you created f- mm-hmm. specifically for standard you had to ask the question can this beat Demir rogues yep. and 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 it's funny because like that's how pros like that's how <laughs> they approach the game they yep. they figure out what's the meta and how can i beat what what's in the meta yeah and so it was just uh yeah that's <laughs> that's why i'm laughing i'm laughing over here because it's pretty funny yeah, yeah we, we watched a video dan made the uh not I guess a while I don't know back if I, now. I don't know if I want to link and, uh, it. <laughs> I, I basically let's, I lost my cool, <laughs> but I did it in a funny way Dan's because like, I'm laughing at myself. It's so. like bleep bleep bleep. <laughs> it was just funny. you gotta be bleep. <laughs> Oh man, when I made that video, I'm like, I'm gonna keep this in because uh, I'm acting like a child and people oh, can laugh man. at me and I can laugh at myself. That was yeah, that was something <laughs> else, man. Yeah, we watched it not too long ago. That yeah, was golden. we did. That was funny. And I oh. so I I posted it in Discord. I'm like, hey, you guys want to have a good laugh? Watch this video. <laughs> okay, can, can uh, you can you talk about the next deck? All right, <clears throat> because this next deck is great as well. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a good one. Uh, Rakdos Pyromancer. Yeah. So it's based off the two colors, red and black, Mm -hmm. Rakdos. And the main card, I guess you could say, is the Pyromancer. Yep. Young Pyromancer. Yep. Uh, He's a creature for two mana. Uh, Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, Mm -hmm. uh, you create a 1-1 elemental. Mm -hmm. So he's a creature that's on board, and he gives you value as you're casting more spells. Yep. So, you're looking to build your board up with this or other strong creatures in the list as well. Mm-hmm. And you're looking to control the field a little bit. So, you could be like, all right, we're going to lightning strike this creature. We're going to kill your creature. Yeah. And I'm going to make a new creature. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to start picking cards from your hand with, with the thought seize. And now I'm going to create another creature. Mm-hmm. You know, then it's going to be like, oh, I want to play this card that makes me sack a creature. So I'm going to sack one of those 1-1 creatures that I got for free mm-hmm. to draw two cards. Except what did I do there, Dan? Did you say I casted another card to then make that 1-1 token? <laughs> yep. The deck. It, yeah, it's on cast. On the cast, you yeah. create, and then you can, yeah. it's Yeah, it, but value. you do have to sack a creature right, before right, right, you cast right, it. Right, so. right, right. But it's just it's just immediately on the cast. You're immediately yeah. getting value just on yeah. the cast. Yeah. So you're getting value. You're controlling their board. Yeah. You're you're trying to increase your yeah, board I'm state. I'm pretty sure this deck is also in historic on arena. Okay. Um. And I I remember playing this list mm-hmm. in historic. Um. I'm pretty sure I did a video on my YouTube channel about it. Unless the unless the pioneer version is different from mm-hmm. historic because historic still this uh, to date uh, to date. And at the recording of this podcast, I do not believe Pioneer has 100% full support on MTG Arena. No, it's not. So that's why I would be curious to see if the Pioneer list yeah. is different from what's available mm-hmm. in Historic mm-hmm. on Arena. Yeah. So 
All right, what's the next one here? Ooh. I okay, so I'm curious as to what deck this actually is because I don't know. I so, don't think I know. So Jund <clears throat> in in modern mm-hmm. for mid range. So first of all, Jund is a color combination. Yes, yes. All right, Jund is a color combination like Grixis. It mm-hmm. shares two of the colors actually. Yep, red, black, and green. Yep. So for this one, your you're pretty much playing really strong creatures that are just good on their own mm-hmm. and other spells in the deck that, you know, take cards away from your opponent. You're looking to destroy stuff on their field. You're looking to play these powerful planeswalkers mm-hmm. uh, that give you more value over time as well. Mm-hmm. So Renin 6 is a card that is red and green. You're able to take a land card from your graveyard and Such put it back into your card. hand. So. Oh. Why that's strong in modern is because you have access to fetch to lands. Fetch lands, yep. So these are lands that you can play down. You can tap, pay one life, and sacrifice it mm-hmm. to go search your deck for whatever specific color that it tells you you can do. Not just, so a, if, not just a basic either. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a basic land. Nope. So you can go find a triome. Mm-hmm. You can go find a shock land. You can yep. go find... A basic land, if you want yep. to. If you, don't have any, if you don't have any other lands in, yeah. the, in the deck, you can find that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, that's yeah. This deck is meant to play strong creatures on its own mm-hmm. and get you value over time. And you just—it's pretty much a war of attrition when it comes to these yeah. kinds of decks. Which normally it is, especially when you're playing Jund. Yeah. Especially when yeah. you're playing Jund. Um, if you want to see a, if you want to see a really good Jun player, uh, go go find Reed Duke. Yeah, watch, Reed Duke watch. is. He uh, loves Jun. <laughs> He's yeah. one of my favorite players because I love Jun as well. And <laughs> Dan, I ain't gonna lie. When I first saw Reed Duke, I was not a fan. Why? I couldn't. Why? I couldn't listen to him. It's his voice and his haircut. <laughs> I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> But that now, now I watch him. Yeah, now right, I watch right, him. I'm just right, saying, the right, first time yeah. I saw him, I'm like, I am not watching this yeah. nerd, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm with you. I get that. I get that. But now, now I am but a fan of because Reed Duke, because yeah. he's insanely good. Yeah, he's he's, yeah. he's a really yeah, good he's player. He's really really good. So. All right, so the next archetype. What do we got here? Man, we got control. Control. This is my other. This is my other. Control is fun. Stuff. Control yeah. is fun. It's yep. it's terrible to play against. Uh, normally, unless you're playing another control deck. Yeah, when you're playing a, <clears throat> a control mirror match, it's it's not for everyone though. No, it no, is it's not, not for it's everyone. It's definitely not. I remember. I can't remember when this was. It was about. I think it was about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was. So it was a control. I don't know if it was a mirror match, but uh, like meaning meaning the exact same decks were playing each other. Yeah. I think it was. It might have been. But I remember Teferi Hero of Dominaria was there. Mm-hmm. Was was there, and I think there was an ultimate. Somebody ultimated uh, Teferi, <laughs> right? And so it basically it got down to who was going to deck real, the real, other one out. Real quick. So what the <clears throat> ultimate on Teferi yes, is? Sorry. You get yep. an emblem that mm-hmm. whenever you draw a card. You exile a permanent that your opponent controls. Yes. Yep. So basically, you leave. You, you're gonna leave their board. Uh, yeah. You're gonna destroy their board. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Their lands, their yeah. creatures, Everything. enchantments, yeah. whatever it is, yeah. you yeah, can target crazy. it. So it basically, it got down to who is gonna deck the other one out. Is yeah. what it got down to. So <laughs> in Magic, if you go to draw a card and you don't have any cards left in your deck, you automatically lose. Yeah. 
So that's uh, that's ultimately what the deck got down to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, for Which, the life of me, I can't remember who this was. Um, I, I want to try and find the video yeah. now, but anyway. Except So <laughs> going off of that, right? Mm-hmm. And there were some people out there that since a lot of people are playing Controllist, mm-hmm. they would play that blue land card that is mill target person X cards. Target they would person. play that. Yeah, so it would it would be your opponent. So your opponent right, would right. mill like but two what cards. Card? What card? It was it was a about? land. I don't land. remember exactly what it was called though. There was a land um, that you could mill your mill yes. target player. Yeah, I don't know if you had to sack it though. What format? Was, what format was this? In? This was for, this was in standard. It was oh. semi recently. Um, really? So so they were tacking that in because if okay. a lot of people are playing a control list and it's coming down to like yeah, I'm gonna. Like one of us is going to mill out, right? Right. You, why wouldn't you play a land that makes no, no, your opponent? No, yeah, of course. And it's in your colors, right? So right. you use it whenever now you I have need to. to. Now I have to look up. Now yeah. I'm curious. I think what it was. Land I think was. it was sack a desert. Um. I, so I'm guessing it was around oh, so Kaladesh. That would have been around Kaladesh then. Um, yes. Well, it was after Kaladesh, yeah, but yeah, well, it'd be around that, that stuff, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I, I guess it was Amonkhet. So Amonkhet. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Amonkhet. Yeah, it was an my bad. Amonkhet my bad. Desert. My bad. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So, okay. So what's, what's, the, what's the current control deck for standard? So we have Soltai control. Okay. Which is black, green, and blue. All right. What are some of the cards that are popular in that deck right now? So, so for this one, uh, we have, which this is played in every combo list, or my, not combo, control. control list. Shark Typhoon. Shark Typhoon. Shark Typhoon. <laughs> I is, knew you it, was that, yeah. a, it was supposed to be a. It was supposed to be a troll a card, dude. It was supposed yes. to be a meme. It's the Sharknado. Yes, that's what this is. That's exactly what it was. And, and it the turns card out, is broken. Yeah, it turns out the card's pretty good. <laughs> so, what this card does? This isn't even the important part of no, this card. No, this is not. So it is five in a red. So it's six mana to bring out. You mean blue? Yeah, my bad. Blue. <laughs> five and a blue. And uh, it's an it's an enchantment, so yep. it can stay out on the field. Yep. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, or it's instant and sorcery, whatever. whatever. Non-creature. It's okay, non-creature. non-creature. It is non-creature, okay. yeah. So whenever you cast one, you make a XX shark flying creature, yep. um, where X is the... Mana value. Yeah, it's mana value now. <laughs> you were going to say converted I mana cost. I was definitely going to say <laughs> CMC, Dan. Uh, so converted mana cost of the card that you cast. So it, let's say you played, uh, uh, I don't know, card off the top of my head, lightning bolts. Um, <laughs> you let's say, say you played lightning bolt, which is yeah. a one mana card. Yep. Yep. So you get the uh, you get the effect of the of lightning bolt. Right. And then you make a 1-1 one, one flying shark. Yep. Or if you were to play a card that was 10 mana, you make a 10-10 flying shark. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not it. That's not the good. That's, that's not, not even the crazy good part. part. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's just the decent part. Yeah. That's still like, really good. Yeah. If you're able to get that out against <laughs> you, control, yes, you're, you you're, are winning you, that You game. are winning. Yes, uh, yes. So, but this <clears throat> other effect. And that is a win con. That, that is a win con in so many control yeah, decks. Yeah. Yeah. And so... But this other effect, when it's in your hand, mm-hmm. you can pay X mana, a one, and a blue yes. to cycle this card. Right. So what right. cycling is, you can discard it from your hand, pay its cost, and then you would draw another card. Right. So you replace the card in your yes. hand with so, another card that you draw. Yeah. So you're replacing the card, and you're getting an XX flying shark 
where mm-hmm. X is how much you spent in the discard or its cycling cost. Yeah. So if you were to if you were to cycle this card and you paid six total, yeah. that would be X equals four plus yep. the one additional and the one blue. Yep. So if you paid six total, you would make a four four flying yep. shark. Creature or token. you paid 10 mana for it, <clears throat> 10 minus the 2, mm-hmm. and eight eight, an 8, 8, and then you get to draw a card. Yep. So if you if you can activate this on your opponent's end step, you <laughs> which, go into which, you do. which is no which is normally when you do it, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. You go into your turn basically with the effect of an 8-8 eight, eight with haste. Yeah, pretty right? much. Pretty much. Is is how is how the effect is. And your lands kind are untapped. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's like you played yes. an eight eight. With flash mm-hmm. or an instant yes. speed eight eight yep. on yep. your opponent's turn, go into yep. your turn, untap, upkeep, and your opponent can't interact with that unless yeah, unless they unless they can counter the activated ability. Yeah, because that is an activated ability is what you're doing. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, yeah. Is it activated or is it triggered? Because I think it states when you cycle this card, you make this. No, you're activating it because it's an active. It's a cost. Well, the cycle is the cost. Correct. Correct, but I don't. I don't think the making the XX oh, thing yeah, is yeah, 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 yeah. Right. part no, of the that's activation. Right. That's right. That that is correct. Yeah, I'm, I'm fairly I'd certain that to, that to, specifically look, is true. See, I'd have to look at the card. We'd okay. have to look at the card yeah. and see because because there's actually two triggers. Yes, there is two triggers. There's yeah. there is the there's a cycle trigger, and then, um, but but normally normally those types of counter spells mm-hmm. quote unquote work the same yeah. because it's stifle. It's you're you're. You're countering an activated or tails triggered, end, I as well. Yeah, tails end. Except normally, because so, normally it's a it's a counter and activated yeah. or triggered ability. Yeah, like so, you get. So why the I option. say it matters is because <laughs> if there are really specific cards, yes, right, which right. there can be, there can be yes for sure, um, for sure. Then you have to know the difference. Yes, you got to know the difference. Or there it, can be <clears throat> other cards that trigger based off of that. Right. You know. Right. It's like right. oh, someone can't do an activated ability right. on something in right. the hand or right. something. Yeah, you you have to know is it an activated ability. Yeah. Or is this a triggered yeah. ability? Because it is very, very specific. I and mean, it's one of the reasons I love card games mm-hmm. because it's it's very they're very intentional and very specific yep. with the wording. And I base everything off I base every other card game <laughs> off of magic. When I was playing Monopoly the other day, the, that Monopoly deal, yeah. I texted you a picture because I'm reading the cards and I'm like, the way this is worded doesn't make sense, but to, but it, it ultimately doesn't matter because it's if the designers say this is how it's supposed to work, then yeah. fine. Then so then also I'm after with you. after we record here, I want you to tell me why you are thinking it shouldn't work like that. Sure, because as sure. soon as I saw it, I'm like, yeah, that, that's yeah. how that it works. Make, but see, it, that makes sense to me. But yeah. again, I I was specifically looking at the wording okay. and seeing how things are worded. Oh, because it's like stop that card. Yes, period. Right. Then right okay. because one of them specifically references something. <laughs> being happening against you or another player. But then this other thing doesn't even reference a player. Like there's no target quote unquote. So again, I come into every other card game. No, I think I understand. Yes. (laughs) So that's where, that's where I'm trying. I'm trying to convince Bobby. I'm trying to convince Michael of my line of thinking, but even I, I, I I even said, I'm like, it doesn't really matter what I think because if the designers say it works a certain way, right. And so I'm like, I'm fine with that. I Mm -hmm. just want you to know like what my line of thinking and logic kind of is. So anyway, anyway, (laughs) they didn't put a whole lot of detail into the, no, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't. And that's why I looked it up because (laughs) as long as you know what the ruling is then you can, then you can proceed. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, 
All right, what's the what's the pioneer uh, control list? Here we have Demir Control. <laughs> All right, which a little bit like Soltai, you just take out the green. Yeah. So you have black and blue, mm-hmm. and um, this this one also shares some cards that the Soltai list also holds like uh shark typhoon exactly shark typhoon is in this list isn't um um oh goodness the the demir planeswalker uh Uh, man yeah we can't even remember entirely (laughs) i'm not totally sure what cards are in this tezzeret are you no 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 i'm like that's like the only one i can no there was a nightmare muse i can't remember the actual name oh ashiok ashiok there we go yeah yeah. uh some lists play her yeah or him I don't know. It doesn't Actually, even have I, a face. Yeah. I, you yeah. just look at its chest yeah. and I think it's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, actually, I think I don't think I don't think to, to be fair. Yeah. I don't think Ashiak actually has a gender. I don't, you're I probably don't right, Dan. Be, well, I'm only saying because I actually remember there was an argument. Ar, everybody argues on Twitter, <laughs> but I think there was something. And then like magic came out and there was like a story about Ashok and somebody was like, Oh, Ashok is actually the first non-binary plant. I'm like, Oh, okay. I thought that was the Orza or Azorius one that just came out. I don't even know. All right. Regardless. Regardless. Ashok (laughs) is a really good value card as well. Yes. Uh, Some lists play it. Some don't. Um, But you also have a fantastic card for control. Yeah, it, it very is. is. Yeah. It totally is. Because you make a you make a three one, whether it attacks or mm-hmm. blocks your opponent mills, I they think mill. three cards or two cards. Uh, one three. of the two. It's three, three. cards. It's three okay. cards. Yeah. Um, but then you also have drown in the lock. Oh, that's a fan. Oh, it don't, you, they don't even mill. They exile the cards. Oh yeah, that's right. Because it's because even better. Because Ashiok's ultimate yeah. is you can play those cards for free. Yeah. The cards <laughs> that you exile with those tokens yeah. that you created, mm-hmm. you can play them for free. Mm-hmm. So oh, Drown in the Lock is a two mana card mm-hmm. that states you can destroy a a target permanent or target non-land permanent, or you can counter spell. Mm-hmm. So you can either use it as a kill spell or something to yep. do on the stack. Yep. It, and looks at, it looks at the amount of cards in your opponent's exactly. uh, graveyard and then compares that with yep. the main value. Yep. And this card is really <clears throat> strong because the later the game goes, you're stopping everything. everything yeah. You're yeah. stopping anything yep. and everything. Yep. Well, as long as you don't exile their whole graveyard. Hey, so. hey, hey Jim, what set was that in? Uh, uh, Theros. No, it was not in Theros. I don't know. know Eldrain. Eldrain? That Ashok was Eldrain? No, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I was I was referring to oh, Drown in the Lock. Drown, Drown in the Lock. Lock. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was Eldrain. Yeah. yeah. I was basically getting at Eldrain is full of insane cards. Yeah. Eldrain yeah. is a Eldrain busted had a lot of good set. stuff. Busted set. The food mechanic has also <sighs> made a lot of... So one deck I didn't want to talk about uh, in the mid-range list, since I had Jund in Modern, I didn't want to talk about Jund in Pioneer. Yeah, so yeah, I had to change right. it up a right, little bit. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, but their, their stuff is like... So there's a cat combo. Oh, dude, right? that's, that's not. <laughs> Should I not talk about the cat combo? Everybody hated that combo. Everybody so, hated that combo. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, it I want to so run this. Yeah. I want to oh. run this. And that's the Pioneer deck. I'm, I'm that playing, is the Pioneer actually. deck, yeah, with, uh, um, with the dragon. Um, I can't remember the name of the dragon. Why can't I remember the name of the dragon? Uh, Col- Corvold. Corvold, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Corvold the uh, faking. Yeah, the Jun dragon. Mm-hmm. And um, Busted. Yeah, he's, he's Busted. really strong. So the cat combo is which is familiar, which is a cat. It's mm-hmm. a one-one for one, mm-hmm. a single black mana. Mm-hmm. When it enters the battlefield, you deal one point of damage to your opponent, and you gain 
a point of life. Yeah. So you're draining them for one, yep. right? Yep. Then it also has the effect of when it's in your graveyard, you can sacrifice a food token yep. to bring it back to the battlefield. Yep. Not at, even to your hand. At instant speed. At instant speed. You can speed, do it yeah. at any time you have priority. Yeah. Your opponent's like, oh, I'm going to attack you directly. You're like, no, I'm going to play cat from yeah. the graveyard, yeah, drain you a life, yeah. and then I'm going to block yeah. it. Your opponent, your opponent's <laughs> like, yeah, I got a 6-6 six, six that I'm going to attack you with because you got no blockers and you're, hell, and you're at 6. No, I'm not. Now no, I'm you're actually not. at seven. Now, yeah. <laughs> and, and you're, you're down. And alive. you're dead because you're at one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so the cat comes back when you sacrifice a food. Right? And you know what? There's this one other card. Can oh, I, can is, I that, talk, is that can, the part can, that's the combo? Can, can I talk about combo? the other can I, ahead, can I talk yeah. about the other card? Sorry. And I love I love this other card. So so the card is, it's, so is great. A, it's an oven, <laughs> right? And it's a one mana. It is a one <laughs> mana value card. Correct. I, yeah, I believe yeah. the oven is yeah, a one mana value single, card. It's an artifact. It doesn't even have a color. <laughs> so, so you play the oven, and then what you can do is the oven. Uh, its ability is you can tap the oven and sacrifice a creature, <laughs> and to create a token. Now, if the creature, if the creature's toughness, I believe, is four or greater, yeah. you create two. two uh, food tokens. Yep. So if you have this cat, right? So you sacrifice the cat to the oven, create <laughs> food. the food token. Now your cat is in the graveyard. <laughs> you sacrifice the food that you created from the oven to, bring to the, the cat, cat to bring back the cat. And now you have the cat back again and ready to do it all again next turn. So, so it was called cat so, oven. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I also messed up. It's not which is familiar. It's cauldron, cauldron familiar. familiar. Yes, yes, yes. It's yes, just yes. the yeah. The witch's oven is witch's oven. Coven. That's yeah. Yeah. Witch's oven is the name of the of the yeah. of the oven card, and then the cat is so. The, so yeah, let's let's right. talk about this little combo. I love this combo so uh, much. So the only problem the only problem with yeah. it was there's too many clicks involved in MTG <laughs> Arena. That was it. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it in, on paper. No, so. no paper. It's easy. So I'm just so, gonna do the thing again. So <laughs> you play the cat, right? You play the yes, cat. Yeah. I drain you for one. Correct. Let's say and, I already and you have, gain one, and you yeah, gain one. And, yeah, so I drain you for one. Yep. Deal one, gain one. Yep. Oh um, yeah, drain. My yeah. bad. So then, let's say we go to your turn and you attack, right? But I already have the witch's oven out. <laughs> you attack me with a two-two, right. right? My cat is a one-one. Why? Why would I want my cat to die? Right. 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 So you attack. I block it with the cat. Right. Okay. Before damage happens, I sacrifice the cat At to the speed. witch's yep. oven, yep. put it into the graveyard. His creature that was attacking me, it was forced to attack where the cat was. Right. It doesn't like start to attack right. you directly now. Right. It the only, the it only way that would happen is if that creature had trampled. Yes. Yeah. Trample basically is any excess damage that the creature does not take. Yeah. Immediately goes through to yeah. the to the player. Yeah. So think about it like you're in mid swing about to punch someone, but then like they vanish. Right. It's right. like you're not gonna continue to run past that person. Right. You're gonna swing right. where they were at and right. you miss. Right. So unless the bat had trampled. Yeah, unless <laughs> unless you got trampled. Unless yeah, you're right. running and there's right. a dude behind it, right? Right. So um and then yeah, the cat's gone. Uh-huh. And then at the end of their turn, yep. or on the next time they want to attack, you can then sacrifice the food to bring the cat back, gain a life, deal a point of damage to yep. them, go to block, 
sacrifice the cat again. again they cat have to attack yep. nothing. nothing. You're, they're losing so much damage output. Yeah, you're know. gaining life. You're dealing damage to them. Yeah. And you only have two cards, and they're upset. And that's yeah, and that's what happened all the time. <laughs> People hated it. Like, yeah. It's great playing with yeah. it, but it's terrible playing against and then, it. And then you throw Mayhem Devil into it? Yeah, Mayhem Devil oh. is, is a... Uh, a sacrificer's dream. So Mayhem yeah. Devil has this ability where anytime any opponent, any, no, any not, not opponent, any player, excuse yeah. me, any player sacrifices a permanent, sacrifices a, a permanent. Yeah. So if you have a fetch land yeah. and oh, you sacrifice oh, your fetch land, oh, that's going to trigger yeah. Mayhem Devil. Yeah. So anytime any player sacrifices a permanent, Mayhem Devil deals one point of damage to any target. Yeah. So, yeah, Mayhem Devil can go off. So if you do the combo, you sacrifice the cat to deal a point of damage to anything, yeah. right? You then sacrifice the food token to bring the cat back. Yeah. Mayhem Devil kicks in, deals another point of damage, and then you have the cat, which drains life. You dealt three damage yeah. with with that one combo. Yeah. It's It's yeah. really strong. Yeah. I could talk, I could talk I about that. Well, it was funny because I'm looking at the list and I'm like... Wait a minute! How in the world did we start talking we, about cat oven combo when we were talking about control? Yeah, we were talking about control. Yeah, that was Demir, or that was uh, that was mid range that we were. That was, just yeah, about. that was mid range. That was a mid range list. So going back to control, there's one other deck um, for another for modern, which yeah. we have not talked about yet. What is the modern control list? Esper control, right. which is black, blue. And white. Esper is such a great color combination it's for control. really strong. Yeah. Um, which, like Dan, uh, you were talking about a card called Teferi, Teferi Hero, Hero of Dominaria. Dominaria. They play that in this list. Yeah. They play the full play set, correct? Uh, no, no, no. That's, oh, no? That's, it's too much. It's it's too much. Too um, much money? No, no, no. Too much CMC. Oh, yeah. It's because <laughs> so, so it's What are you talking five. about CMC? It's, Don't you mean mana value? Oh, uh, what is that? <laughs> so uh but aside from that you don't want that many copies of it yeah, because you yeah, can only right. have because the one out too, at a time. right right can you, yeah, right, um right. and you're playing a controller so you're going to draw a lot of cards right correct correct so they play that um which he's a five mana cost yep and then his plus one is draw a card at the end of your turn <laughs> up tap you can untap two lands oh, man. That so, card was so broken. So it's it turns five into at the end of your turn, it's pretty much three, three mana. Three, and then yeah. later on they came out with the three mana drop to fairy, <laughs> which stops your opponents from playing. Which at ended up getting speed. banned in multiple formats, I think. Uh, I it mean it's not in banned. modern. No, it got banned. Know. It got banned in standard. Oh, at the end okay. at the end of its life cycle okay. in standard. I yeah. believe it got banned. I, I have no clue. I'm not surprised though. That card is really oppressive. Yeah. And it's a blue white. So we talk about <laughs> I know. jailing so, people. Yeah, right, you know, that's right, that's what right, they do. Right. So Teferi is a great character though. Yeah, he is. He's, a great he's so strong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, <laughs> it's it's they're Yeah. And then they also play Snapcaster Mage. Oh, <laughs> let's talk about do. Snapcaster for a little they bit. Do. So Snapcaster. Well, I want to talk about. Um, oh goodness, what's the what's the one from um, Kaladesh? Torrential. Torrential Gearhulk. Yeah, it's yeah. the same kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Snapcaster. So, so Mage. Snapcaster Mage is a two mana drop creature that has flash, and so you can play it instantly. And when it enters the battlefield, you can target a spell in your graveyard. And pretty much be able to recast it again. 
So let's say random card off the top of your head, Dan. What are you thinking? Uh, what, what card? Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. I was I wasn't thinking that card. But lightning let's say bolt. lightning bolt. What do you mean Dan? you weren't thinking that let's card? Let's say lightning bolt. <laughs> Uh, so you have a lightning bolt in the graveyard. You play the Snapcaster Mage for two mana. Uh-huh. You then target the lightning bolt in the graveyard to recast it. You still have to pay the mana for right. it, so you need three. Right. Right. And then you can deal three damage to any target. People do that in Grixis control. They do it in Jeskai control, which is red, white, and blue, or red, black, and blue. America. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's the control stuff we have. Yeah, yeah. So torrential gear Hulk is like Snapcaster Mage, yeah. but torrential gear Hulk costs six mana. Yeah. And so when Snapcat, or excuse me, when torrential gear Hulk enters the battlefield, you can target any instant card in your mm-hmm. graveyard, and you can cast it for free yep. if it has six mana value or less. I don't think. No, it it's has, any. Yeah, it's any cost. It is any yeah, cost. That's yeah. right. Yeah, so I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, so he himself is six mana. Yes. So yes, on, correct. when it's correct. on par with Snapcaster Mage mm-hmm. is when you're casting something with Snapcaster Mage right. for four mana. Right. And then it gets better when you target something that has five. Right. Right. But that doesn't the, really happen. The, in the, the, modern. the 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 other the other see the differences there is Snapcaster can target instant and sorceries yes. in your graveyard. Yes. And so yeah. Yeah, so that's that's where Snapcaster is a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the only way that Torrential is better is you can ca- is you can target any instant. Yeah. It doesn't, and you and you're casting and it's it way for bigger. free. Right, right. It's a five six. It's a five six. That's yeah, right. It's right. huge. Snapcaster is what a two two. A two one. Two one. Yeah. 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 So yeah, so there's a bit of a body size difference. Right. Right. All right. So the last archetype that we're going to go over are yeah. are is is combo. Yeah. So there's a couple of combo decks. So 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 what combo basically means is it's a deck that revolves around interactions between um, like your win condition is getting this interaction to go off mm-hmm. between a few different cards in your deck. Yeah. So that's that's what I mean, if you think about it in in. Honestly, like all of these decks kind of are are combo-ish because they all work together. They are they yeah, all synergize. Yeah. They all synergize together, right? Which but where combo is, is that's literally the win condition yeah. is you getting this combo to go off yeah. in order to win. Yeah, exactly. Right. All right. So what are some uh, combo decks that are pretty popular right now? Well, Dan, let's talk about uh, Lotus. Lotus combo. There is a land called uh, Lotus Field. Yes. And um, yes. so when it enters the battlefield, I you love have that to card. sacrifice two other lands. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, but it also taps for three mana. And so it has it hexproof. Kind of, yeah. So it kind of pays for <clears throat> itself. You hexproof, know? Has, hexproof is nice because hexproof uh, means that it, that card cannot be targeted. It can't be the target of any spell or ability. Of your opponents. Of your opponents. Yes. Excuse me. Shroud is anyone. Shroud is anyone. Yeah. Yes. So... It is, I guess, a little bit better than Shroud. Yes, 100%. <laughs> yeah, yes. if you ever want to target it for some correct, reason. Correct, correct. So what they're looking to do is get a lot of mana into the into the setup mm-hmm. and then pretty much untap it all with multiple times with right. um, whatever effect or just get a lot of mana. Right. Right, and then play big spells that you should not be playing. So let's say you have a Lotus Lotus Field on turn three. Uh-huh. Right? You have a way to untap it 
So now you can tap it again for six mana, except, well, you're on turn four when you should be having four only mana. four mana, right. but now you have right. six or right. seven. Right. And now you can play something a lot bigger. Right. Okay. And and since it's in Pioneer, you do have access to uh, Wilderness Reclamation. So that's, <laughs> yeah. so, and if you have multiple copies of that, you untap yeah. your lands multiple times and then you float yeah. the mana. Yeah. And then you're just like, well, what card do I have that can deal X damage? Expansion Explosion. Oh, or Banefire. Or Bane, well, I don't think Banefire is instant. Expansion explosion. Oh, is. expansion explosion. Right. Correct. Yeah. So you correct. need it to be in. Correct. Speed. You do need because if you're if you have multiple wilderness reclamations, yep. tap untap. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hold it while it's on the <clears throat> stack. Tap all your mana. So it's it's so it. so it's basically that 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 expansion explosion deck is Nexus of Fate in there. Uh, most likely. Oh, gosh, dude. <laughs> I don't know oh, off the top man. of my head. Oh. These cut Dan. It's Simic. Okay. Oh, I, know. I know. I didn't do a whole I lot know. of research on this deck. That and that deck has a bunch of. Fog effects to yeah. stop a whole. Oh. Yeah. I, so basically, that deck just got gained Lotus Field. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, I remember that deck. <laughs> All right. So what's the next one we got? Let's talk about one of your combo decks that you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Heliod Company. No. 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 I mean, that's what I wrote. That down. is, you did write it down, but because I, I thought it was you were talking about something else. What was I talking about? You were talking about Amulet Titan. Oh yeah, Amulet Titan. Which can also be like Scape Shift. Yeah. But tell yeah. yeah, tell me about Amulet Titan. So with Amulet Titan, you well, have Well, what's the amulet in Amulet Titan? Okay. So Amulet of Vigor. Amulet of Vigor. It's a single, I believe it's a single mana drop. Yep. So you can play it on turn one. Correct. Um, whenever your land would enter tap permanent. Oh, it's permanent. It's permanent. Whenever I'm a pretty permanent, sure it's permanent. Would enter the battlefield, it enters untapped. Yeah, well, actually, that's or not what it says. It. Yeah, it's untap. It's, it's it. untap. It's untap it. It, yeah. Okay. So it enters tapped, and then you just yes. untap it. Yes. If if an effect would would cause a permanent to be to be tapped, you untap it when it ETBs. Okay. Type type thing. So yes. Um, I guess kind of going off the lotus combo or the lotus combo. Mm-hmm. So that lotus itself, it enters the battlefield. It, it enters tapped. Yes. So if you have the amulet of vigor, it'll yeah. enter an untapped. Correct. But there are also other cards that where it says enter tapped, but it gives you two mana. Right. And you got to bounce a card. Yeah. The bounce lands, but it's kind of worth it. it when is you have it. other cards that let you play more than one yes. land in a single yeah. turn. Like I don't know Azusa, Azusa Dryad, like two lands, yeah, Dryad of the the Grove something, yeah, Dryad, dryad of, of the Grove. Some, dry, uh, it's not, it's Dryad of the Ilzian Grove, I think. I can't okay, remember. I think so. Yeah. It allows you to play another one, multiple so, land drops in a so turn. Yeah, the card or the land that bounces a land back to your hand. Let's say you bounced a land that bounced back to your hand or bounced another card back to your hand. So say you have two of them, right? You're playing it. It enters in untapped, yeah. except then you tap it for its mana cost or yeah. for its mana. You just leave it there. Yeah. And you play another land to return that other that land other that land. is now tapped yeah. and it gives you two mana. So now you tap <laughs> that it. for yeah. the mana. Oh, so man. now you got four mana on top of whatever yeah. you previously had yeah. to then play any big card, let's say... What's the what's a big green card that could get you more lands from your deck? Uh, Primeval Titan. All right, Primeval <laughs> Titan. Let's say Primeval <laughs> Titan. <laughs> and uh, so on ETB, huh? you go search your deck yep. for land cards. Mm-hmm. Okay, I believe it's two. I think it's any, and it's, and it's any, any lands. Any two dude. land cards. That's yeah. crazy. So 
if you can set it up to where you play a bunch of lands, yeah. right? There's a land as well to where, I th- is it Boros Colors? I think it's Boros to give yourself, uh, so it gives plus X plus zero or plus X plus X equal to how much mana you spend for this. And it gives um, haste. So you can turn your creatures really big and just send it in there. Oh. Yeah, so you give your prime time, your prime evil titan, your prime prime time time is what it's called, (laughs) prime time. Uh, You make them like a 14-14 beater with haste. The turn you just played it, and it's most likely like turn three, Yeah, and they don't have anything to stop that. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. But this other one, do you know about this deck, Helio? Okay, so let me ask you this. So I see it. And I, I'm thinking it's, um, I think it's closely related to that Selesnia list that's in um, Pioneer slash um, slash Historic. Most likely. It's got collected, See how both the cards are, collected, or all three of the yeah, cards. Yeah, co- uh, Collected Company, Heliod, Sun Crowned, um, and it's basically mono, it's basically mono white life gain aggro with, with Heliod and Collected Company. Is that correct? You're missing the part that is the combo. So what's the combo? Walking Ballista. Oh. Walking Ballista walking gets Ballista. lifelink. Okay, okay. So then you... Oh, oh gosh. To get the Ballista. counter on him, except you yeah. remove a counter to yeah. deal a point to of deal damage, point. except yep. he has lifelink, life so you link, gain so. a life, and then yep. you got another plus one, plus one counter because of Heliod, yep. so, and then you remove a counter, yep. Dan, yep. to deal yep. a point of damage yep. to gain a life, yep. but Heliod says you give him a plus one, plus one counter, so then you remove that plus one, yep. plus one. So <laughs> it's an it's an infinite combo. It's an so, infinite combo. So the way Heliod and... So the way the combo basically works, is you've got Heliod Sun Crown, which states anytime you gain life, mm-hmm. you put a plus one plus one counter on target creature. Yeah. Right. You control, yeah. I think. Yeah. And then walking bel- and so there's another effect yes. that um on Heliod, which you can pay two and a white to give any creature of yours lifelink. Yeah. So basically you would pay two and a white to give walking ballista lifelink. Okay. Mm-hmm. Walking ballista has uh what's what's the ability it's you can just remove a plus one plus one yeah, counter from yeah. so it's an activated right. ability and i think walking ballista's uh, mana value is xx yes correct yes so you pay let's say if you paid four total mm-hmm. that's that's two and two yep. so he would enter the battlefield with two plus one is a zero zero but he enters with two plus one plus one counters on yep. walking ballista so if you remove one of those counters Walking Ballista can deal a point of damage to any target, yep. right? Yep. Um, so if you deal that point of damage to your opponent, well, if you give Walking Ballista lifelink mm-hmm. as he deals that damage, now you just gained life that triggers Heliod, mm-hmm. put the counter back on to Walking Ballista, remove the counter... Deal that damage, damage, and then and that's the combo Gain where the counter off of, it, from Heliod. Yep, exactly. It, yep, it just keeps going back and forth, and then okay, yep. all right. Yep. So all that's right. a deck. That is a deck. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of combinations of cards that you can. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's and that is one way that magic is just crazy. Yeah. It's so cool. But aside from the main three formats we yeah. were talking about, yes. in Commander, when you have access to so many yeah. cards and you're playing a 100-card list, the combos that you have access to, yeah. a lot of the combos that we've already talked about, some people play them. Yep. You know, Heliod and 
whether it's a mono white list that's you doing can't it. play primeval titan though because primeval yeah. titan is banned in commander yeah yeah so as long I as didn't the know that, i didn't it. know why and then i looked at primeval titan and i go yeah, it seems like a pretty good card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any two lands. Okay. Yeah. People are playing Tempt with Discovery. Yeah, I love Tempt of Discovery. That's a fantastic card. I, I know, Dan. But except, would you would you want your opponents to no. get cards? Exactly. No. Ban prime time. Well, all right. Well, well hang on. Hang on. How, what is uh, Primeval Titan's mana value? Uh, I believe he's... Is it six? six? Yeah, six. Is it six? Six, six for six. With hella upside. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Oh man. Give him give him haste. It's yeah. no wait, wait, wait. It's is it ETB and attacks? Or is it just attacks? Oh um, I'd have to look. I think it's I think it's both. I think because I think you get I the, think, the ETB. I think it's both too. Yeah. Um Fairly, I, I, fairly I'm pull, certain. I'm pulling it up now because I'm I'm curious here. Uh, yep, ETBs or attacks. Yeah, or oh attacks. my yeah, goodness! That card's really good because. <laughs> oh my word! <laughs> so if you're playing Naya, I, uh, you'll have access to the combo it's that's $8. also in modern. Oh, it's eight. It's it's well the the market is eight eighty nine, so around okay. nine dollars. Okay. That, so dude, that's crazy. So yeah, if you're playing Naya, which is red, green, and white. And Commander, you can play the combo that we were talking about. Just yeah. go infinite mana, play them, give them haste, get in yeah, there. Dude, that's crazy. Oh, man. Right, we talked a lot about a bunch of <laughs> decks, but that was fun, dude. That yeah, was fun. All it was right. fun going over those things. It was. It was. Um, <laughs> all right. So, all right. So one other thing. Let's, let's talk about events. Yeah. So how can you play this game? Like, let's say you didn't. Let's say as opposed to going to your LGS. Mm-hmm. Like there's ways you can play competitively with yeah. people, assuming yeah. assuming uh, Wizards of the Coast starts up organized play again again <laughs> sometime some point, soon. I'm sure they will they at will. some point. There would be too many people upset at them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they would actually care about that though. <laughs> uh, they they won't like it. Uh, I'd be willing to bet. Yeah. Um, so if we're talking about the highest point of competitiveness uh-huh. we're talking about mythic championships which used to be called pro tours oh that's right because yeah. the even even the in-person events they're calling mythic championships yes. now yeah. that's yeah. right they changed that's the right. name they changed the name okay so um which that is uh an official wizards of the coast thing mm-hmm. that yep. is the highest tier thing yeah. that you can yeah. get yeah the highest tier of competition which yeah. the nice thing is they're also making like in order to get into those events you mm-hmm. can play those on arena yeah so anybody yeah. can play those so like mm-hmm. it's they, they do have the upside of yeah. like opening up the competition to like anybody yeah um so that's yeah. that is one plus <laughs> side to that yeah. so anyway but aside from that uh we have magic fest which mm-hmm. used to be called grand prix yep and um that's that's not necessarily the highest level, no. but that's also, I think, um, open to the public. Yeah, it's a open, bit more. open to the public. So yeah, you don't that even was, have to be invited. That was my first event. Yeah. That was my first event. And the reason that was when I think I've told this story before where I went down to in, Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a that's friend. That's a cute little town, a friend, by the way. Yeah, friend who I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> the exact same thing you said. <laughs> and I brought this up before. Um, but uh, went down there, had a friend. So um, I don't think he had ever been to a Magic Fest. Um, and that, this was when they had just, I'm pretty sure they had recently changed 
changed the name from Grand yeah. Prix to yeah. Magic Fest. Yeah. Um, so that was the first event that I'd ever gone to for Magic, and it was fun. I mean, I mostly just played Commander, yeah. but there were events for all formats there, um, and it was a lot of fun. A lot of vendors there. Yeah. It was a great time. Fantastic I, time. I, ha- I haven't been to one. I wanted to go to the one oh, in man. Chicago, but I yeah. couldn't. Yeah. But, I didn't go man. to that one. Um, I can't. I think my reasoning was I'm like, well, I went to this one in Indianapolis, so I think I won't go here. Yeah. Just spend some time with family and not go. So anyway, but yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. was fun. This next one though, Star mm-hmm. City Games. This yep. is the one that I've been to a couple of times. Right. Uh, right. This one is it's not Wizards official. Right. From them, it's right. from a company named Star City Games, yep. Yep. and they run really big tournaments mm-hmm. as well. Yep. And when we're talking about you know second party. Mm-hmm. This is the like top right. ones, right? Pretty right. much, right? And um, a lot of and even pro players that have been to champion or mythic championships mm-hmm. or yep. go to the grand prix, yeah. they go to these ones as yeah. well yep. because they understand yep. as well that this is this it's is a, where you can go yeah, to a, find competition. Yeah, it's another place to get really high level competition um, yeah. to to see who's out there, right? For yep. sure. And even if you aren't looking to be super competitive, mm-hmm. still go check one out if you are able yeah. to. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there there's more than enough tables most of the time. Yeah. And if you want to partake in the tournament, they'll give you like a card or a play mat mm-hmm. for just entering. Oh yeah. And even yeah. my first tournament in, I went two and seven. <laughs> you won two. I, I won, won two. two. I had a blast. Did it you was, play a meta deck? Grunt. Did you play a meta I was, deck? I was playing burn. Of but course you're playing. But, Dan, at this point, yeah. at that time, Jeskai Control was getting a, a lot bigger. And I think Jeskai has a really good matchup against Burn. Okay. So they have oh, they I have a you, lot of they have a lot of good stuff. What f- were you playing modern? Was yeah, that I was the format you were playing? Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Very yeah. cool. But All right. Star City Games, great place. Yeah. Go check one out for yeah. sure. What's the last thing you got listed here? The last one we have are regionals and locals as well. Yeah. So, so see what's offered in your area. Yep. You've got your local game stores. See what kind of events they're putting on. Yep. Um, reach out to them and then extend expand the distance of what you're looking for just a little bit more yep. and just just basically see what you've got in your yeah. area. And these regionals as well. This is a place where you can actually get an invite to one of the bigger tournaments. Yeah, right. So. Right. That's true. Yep. yep. All right. All right. One of the last things that we're going to talk about here, we're just going to touch on this a little bit, but we yeah. kind of mentioned it before, but the lore. Yeah. Right. So so we were, you know, in doing this real, really deep dive into mm-hmm. magic, I've, <laughs> um, I had I had said, do we even need to talk about this, Jim? And he's like, well, you know what? I think we really should, because it is kind of a big part of yeah. the game. Yeah. Um, not so much like for me personally, it's not really what I'm into. However, I mean, my mind was blown just by talking about these colors, (laughs) and it really is kind of a fabric of the lore of this game. Exactly. Um, So the identity behind these colors is what is built. So, like with every set, um, there's just they've they have all of these new stories that they craft that really push the set. Um, And and we've talked about like the um, with each card, you've got the story that the card is telling. Mm -hmm. Um, But what specifically? What specific story? Story are these cards telling? Well, they've actually crafted this whole universe, <laughs> this whole story behind this entire set, mm-hmm. um, like the Eldraine set, right? Yeah. So with Eldraine, you know, it's it's Magic's take on all these fairy tales. Well, mm-hmm. they have their own story um, behind that entire set. You've got Will and Rowan Kenrith, mm-hmm. their Garuk their, their journey. 
uh, yeah, Garuk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there, so Will and Rowan's dad is Kenrith. Yep. Um, I love that card, <laughs> Kenrith. It's just there's so much. Yeah. There's so much there. There's so much storytelling that is there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we talk about how important storytelling is to tabletop. Storytelling is a huge, a huge aspect of yeah. Magic: The Gathering, yeah. and and in the lore is where you get a, the majority of the storytelling. Yeah, like the the cards themselves tell so many stories, but I mean they write books. They've got all these books that are behind all of their sets, right? Mm-hmm. So check it out. Like if you are into storytelling, I hire, like I bought the Eldrain one. I bought that book. Um, yep. I read through that. I, the War of the Spark storyline is, oh, is is amazing to me. <laughs> I, I love that storyline. If, if you guys can, go check out the War of the Spark mm-hmm. cinematic. Yes. That video. Yes. It's about like three minutes long. We will, uh, we will link that. It is amazing. We will link that in the show notes for this in the description. Um, we will check that. Uh, we will link that to Which here. Which I actually think they're also working on a Netflix they uh, are. series. They are working on a Netflix series. Yeah. Uh, series about that. So, yeah. um, all right. Well, I mean, I think with that, I think we're kind of going to wrap <laughs> it up here. We're kind of pushing two hours here. <laughs> Uh, honestly, I ain't surprised. Dude, but honestly, guys, I mean, if you can't tell, we enjoy magic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not going to stop talking about we're, magic. Is not going to take over everything no. that everything that we do. <laughs> However, magic is kind of a big part of our lives and yeah. why we got into tabletop as a hobby, and we think it's important. Um, but we understand magic is not for everybody. We yep. know that, yep. um, and that's why we we're not we're not going to just push magic all of the time. <laughs> But we do enjoy it, and and honestly, we want to share the things that we enjoy. Magic yep. is one of the things that we enjoy. Yep. Um, so um, we are interested. What other? What? Uh, how did you get into magic? If you play magic, let us know how you first got <laughs> yeah. into it. Do you guys also hate Vampire Nighthawk? <laughs> do you guys know about that one? Do you hate Demir Rogues just as much as I do? <laughs> if you if you played Standard in the past year, tell me. Or maybe do you're you sick. hate? Or maybe you love Demir Rogues. Yeah. Or maybe you're sick of seeing mono red aggro yes, everywhere on you? Arena. Are you? <laughs> Yeah, seriously, let us know. Um, send us an email. We've yeah. got an email, hobbiesandhappiness at gmail.com. Yep, yep. Uh, let us know some of your stories, what you love about magic, what you hate about magic. Because yeah. I'm sure there's there's the, the big thing that I do not like about magic is lands. <laughs> the land system, oh, I do not like. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, for, for a game that spawned an entire, basically, genre yeah. of games... Yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty much stood the test of time. It's the original. Yeah. <laughs> it it, it yeah. really does. <laughs> so, I mean, there's plenty of other games out there that really have improved upon the formula for sure. But Magic isn't going anywhere. <laughs> Most likely. Yeah. Most likely. So, also, um, Discord. If you are on Discord, jump on our Discord server. It, 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 we have it linked in the show notes, in the descriptions. Check us out. Um, come come talk to us over on Discord. Yeah. We have a lot of things that we just want to connect with our community over. Check us out there. Um, Keep and, up with the latest news. Come yeah. talk to us. We post, we, post, to uh, we post a lot of new games that are on our Discord yeah. channel. Uh, excuse me, Kickstarter. Uh, we have a Kickstarter channel. If we find new games that we think uh, we'd enjoy, or you guys are enjoying, we post it over there as well. Um, all right, Jim, how can people find you on the internet? Where are you located? Well, I'm also on Discord. Our Discord, I guess. But aside <laughs> from that, uh, yeah. you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jim Morgan. 
H and H. Yeah, I'm also over on the Discord as well. I'm the one who posts pretty much all of the time. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I've I've been told I post too much, but you know what? I like to get the community involved, let the community know what's going on. I'm a I like I like to view myself as a community driver. <laughs> but other than that, you can find me on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Uh, Twitter, you can find me at underscore DG Campbell. And then um, over on Instagram, you can find me at daniel.g.campbell. Again, all of those will be linked in the show notes. So with that, if you enjoyed this episode, let us know. We're going to be talking about more magic here (laughs) and there. Um, But if you liked it, if you didn't like it, let us know. But um, if you've never played magic, at least read that article. Um, check it out. Is yeah. if nothing else, it's a good story to it's read. It's a great read. It's yeah. a really great read. So, with that, thanks for joining us, and we will see you all next week. Have a good one, guys. All right, see everybody. Take care.